At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. That's why the Rodriguez family is famous around town for shooting hoops upside down. They can dunk from downward dog, score three-pointers from crow pose, and make hook shots in headstands. With so many activities, programs, and classes at the Croc, you never know what you'll get into. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.
coming back. I gotta at least do a formula, you feel me? <laughs> Shout out to all my sucker duckers, motherfuckers out there. Miss Hayman. How you big and bad and you fucking crying like a baby? Just my thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just keeping it 100% real. I put in the mouth. I get in every fucking gym. They want me there. Those dudes is straight corny, man. Horrible fighter. Theboxingvoice.com. You doing some whack shit. You covered in whack juice out here. Horrible fighter. <laughs> Your favorite fighter's a liar. You mad at me for keeping it fucking real. Ness Hayman. Boxingboys.com. Carrying popcorn and bags for grown ass men. The fuck off my comment section, man. He's on fire! What's the highest level you made it to? The comment section? Bruh. Fuck out of here. Somebody insert the fucking excuse that I need to be telling y'all because y'all lying, man. It's lying. Excuses, excuses, excuses. I knew it was going Our referee stops the contest. He is the winner by way of technical knockout, and he is still undefeated. Ness Hayman. This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another glorious edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Ness GTO, live from Las Vegas. It's chilly, ladies and gentlemen. It's chilly. You knew I ran away from New Jersey to get some of that Floridian heat. And now we in uh, Vegas, uh, you know, freezing. Let's be real. It, it was like 30-something degrees last night. Shit is crazy. I mean, I know you hear my voice. Uh, it's it's gone. It's raspy. All the coughing and and, and the sneezing, freaking Omicron. I, but I don't I don't have COVID. I don't have COVID or do or do I? But welcome back uh, to the Sticky Paul Studio. Shout out to Sticky Paul. Shout out to Travis, the producer. What's up? We are out here. We're talking boxing on a Saturday morning. You know we usually don't do the Saturday morning anything like that unless. We're doing live fight chats, but come on. How can I not take advantage of this absolutely glorious <laughs> and sexy setting? You know, I've been I've been I've been working behind the scenes, obviously trying to get the next guest. It's hilarious. This is gonna be difficult. It's not gonna be as easy as I thought. I thought, you know, hey, we're in Vegas, we'll we'll have this thing pumping. I think that the solution to that in the future, uh, when I'm officially moved. We're going to have to implement a 4.30 or a 4 o'clock p.m. show, which is the equivalent to 7 p.m. Eastern, making it easier for the West Coast guests. Now, that was our issue. Being on the East Coast, we had to cram all our West Coast guests on Thursday nights, which is our already flagship 7 p.m. show, giving the West Coast that opportunity to do the 4.30, 5.30, 6.30 West Coast slots and, uh, you know, get those guests via whatever Zoom, Skype, etc. And to physically have them in studio, we might have to do that again. I mean, it's 6 a.m. Not everybody's an early bird like uh, like myself, but I don't know. I guess they missed the memo, man. The early bird gets the fucking worm. 
Who don't want to eat, man? I mean, you know, very Wayne-inspired, man. I, I got to eat, even though I ate. It ain't my birthday. I got my name on the cake. Every day is my birthday. I want money every day. So I'm here, and we rocking, man. Plus, it's the dream. I can't believe it's coming true, man. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. We already got a super chat. Shout out to, who is this, Fred? Fred Robinson, what up? If anyone on Canelo's resume was Charlo's next opponent, would anyone bet their paycheck against Charlo? Okay. Um, first of all, that's actually very interesting because I wonder how the world would react if Charlo was fighting Callum Smith. And would he be the favorite? I know I wouldn't bet my check with Charlo against Callum Smith. I would pick him to win, but I don't know that he would do it in exciting fashion. I mean, Callum is a lot fresher than Matt Korobov, who gave Charlo a lot of problems. Now, I get it. One week's notice, late replacement, orthodox to Southpaw. I get all those excuses. Excuses, excuses, excuses. I knew they was coming. So knock it the fuck off. Like, nah, I don't know about that. Listen, I'm happy that we're talking Canelo versus Jamal Charlo. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this video. Trav, pull it up so they know where we're getting our information from. Hashtag sources. Shout out to Michael Coppinger. It's uh, it's on the computer right in front of you. Just uh, It's on the other tab. Uh-oh. Man, this guy. See, this is what we get when we got a, a producer. I'm hearing that it's much more likely that he's going to fight Jamal Charlo on Cinco de Mayo. There are talks right now for that fight. And if he is going to go to Cruiserweight, though, I think it would be a mistake. I mean, look at the cautionary tale of Roy Jones Jr. Jones uh, goes up to heavyweight. All right, Mike, I don't need revisionist history because I don't agree. He could definitely go up to Cruiserweight and body a few people. I think he could still do heavyweight and body Oscar Rivas, at least at the Bridgerweight division. But, you know, according to Michael Coppinger, who's been right for the last fucking year, right? He was on fire for 2021. Shout out to Mike. Um, he's hearing Charlo versus Canelo, Cinco de Mayo. And guess where I'll be? Right here in Vegas. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that fight will happen here if it does happen. And unless they take advantage of Texas. That, I mean, Charlo being a Houston native, which is Texas, Canelo being Canelo, Texas's baby Mexico, I don't know. They could do it in Texas, but I'm sure that the MGM, the T-Mobile, or Allegiance will give a site fee that Canelo cannot walk away from. That being said, it brings me back to the original statement of being excited that we're talking about this because this community has bigged up Charlo and put him on the same level as Canelo for, for quite a few debates. And, you know, I'm a huge Charlo fan, both Jamel and Jamal. Um, but there's levels. And I think Canelo specifically has shown us that there's levels. And um, Charlo has to show that he's on that level now. I know, see, this computer doesn't have my Instagram logged in. Let's see what we can do. Can we log in as a guest here or what? That's a no-no. All right, I, I want to pull up, um, let me see, Future of Boxing, he, he, he posted yesterday 
a little, just a little picture of him in the gym, and he put the biggest super middleweight, or excuse me, or the biggest middleweight in the world. And, you know, size doesn't win fights. Size doesn't win fights, but obviously size can, you know, add difficulty to the fight. But Canelo, again, he's shown us he could beat light heavyweights. He's shown us he could beat Callum Smith, who not only is a light heavyweight now, but was an extremely tall super middleweight. Um, so I, I just don't know that the physical attributes that Charlo brings to the table are going to be enough. Now, in that Dervianchenko fight, he showed levels. He showed amazing defense. But Dervianchenko is not the puncher that Canelo is, nor is he the combination puncher. You know, Dervianchenko does throws, uh, you know, in combination, but nothing like Canelo. Very rare to find someone that can double that left hook to the body or bring it back up top like Canelo. So, I don't know, man. I will be picking Canelo. They're both the same age, you know. Uh, so the only downfall for Mr. Alvarez would be rounds boxed. He's obviously put in more work than Charlo. So some can factor in wear and tear. We've seen him wear medical tape on his knees. We've seen him wear knee braces. You know, obviously this sport is taking a toll on his body. But I don't know, again, that being fresher than Canelo is enough. Now, Charlo's Instagram was quite interesting yesterday. I don't know, Trav, did you get it? Cause, uh, you, uh, did you send it to me? I, I sent did. it as a text to see if you can, uh, I don't know, maybe you need to log into your computer here. And the reason I'm saying that is because I don't know my own Instagram by heart. Or right, everything is on my I'll pull it up. Give me one second. So it's on his story. And, um, you know, the first one is the biggest super middleweight in the world. So I thought, I thought it said middleweight. It actually says super. So he's moving up or suggesting that or wants to put that assumption out there. But the word super middleweight means 168 pounds. We all know he fights at 160. So is he finally moving up because he's looking for that Canelo fight and he knows that the only way he can get it is to actually be in Canelo's division? You know, and 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 I'll, and I'll show you this on his story, uh, the minute we can have it pulled up. But then his next post, he he posted a picture of him and Caleb Plant. So, does he still prefer to fight Plant over Canelo? I highly doubt it. You know, I highly doubt. I'm sure that, you know, Canelo's that Willy Wonka ticket. You just want that. All right, let's take a look. All right. Never mind. Got to sign in. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, wait. Once you clicked X, it kind of showed the... No, nah, I got to sign in. Stand by. I know, I know. See? I, and then my, my, my computer has my fingerprints, so I don't even have to remember. <laughs> You're at that point? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that was one of the best things I did, was, was letting go, you know, putting my texts to show up on all my laptops and stuff like that. It's like a sense of freedom. It really is. All right, here, here's a story right here. Here we go. So there he says he's the biggest super middleweight in the world. Again, wink, wink. This guy fights at 160. He's the WBC champion at 160. But now here's the curveball. 
he puts that obviously he likes that fight between him and him and Plant. Now, now my man Keller Plant, he already responded to this. He already posted on his Instagram easy work. I love the way boxing moves so quickly. This is why we do spontaneous shows because this is all news, you know. Not everybody has the time to follow every single fighter in the world and and, and stay up to date on their love life and who they're dating and not dating. FYI, Daniel Jacobs is no longer dating the the Simmons chick, you know, Russell Simmons' daughter. That's insane. How do you drop the ball there? There's like millions of rappers that make songs about dating Russell Simmons' daughters and and you drop the ball. That's crazy. And now you're fighting fucking John Ryder. But anyway, I, I, I'm excited because we get, to, we get to give the world what they want, right? They, they, they believe that Charlo, the slick black fighter, can beat Canelo, the Mexican fighter. I, I, I don't see that happening. Maybe it's an, a decent fight, but I just don't see the artillery of Charlo being superior to, to the skills of Canelo. Canelo just has, he's in a zone right now, you know? It's his time right now. Um, and nothing, has, nothing that Charlo has shown me tells me it's his time to dethrone Canelo. You know, his best performance to me has to be the Dervianchenko performance. And technically, Dervianchenko was coming off of two losses. Arguably, he beat the Gennady Golovkin fight in many's eyes. But, you know, that's your best performance. And, and I think it was his best performance because of the defense he showed, the way that he continued to, you know, parry shots, block, catch and shoot. I mean, he just looked great. He looked great. But he got touched in that fight. And then you factor in the Juan, Montuel, Juan Montiel Macis fight, and it's like, bro, that dude's not Canelo. That dude got knocked out by Jaime Munguilla. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Like, what what happens when Canelo decides, I'm going to just walk this guy down. This is the guy that you guys think can be. I'm going to just walk him down. If Jaime could walk him down, why can't I walk him down? And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know that Charlo can stop Canelo from putting hands on him. You know, he's got a decent jab. But he's never been under the pressure that Canelo brings. Canelo has shown now that when he's walking you down, he can just parry shots on the way in. He's, he's so defensively minded, you know, um, that waist movement. The dude's working, man. He's definitely working. So I want this fight because of my community. I know that you guys really think Charlo's the guy. So, you know, it, it gives me the opportunity to freaking just just keep poking you in the back and teasing you because I know how it's going to look. I know how it's going to look. You can't just get up there. Canelo thought he could just get up there and look at what Floyd did to him. You can't just jump to the top. There's 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 got to be gradual steps, you know. And that's another thing. What? The second biggest name Trout is someone that Canelo, you know, dropped and beat many, many moons ago. So it's going to be interesting, man. Going to be interesting. I love that it's going to be Cinco de Mayo. That means that he 
he doesn't want to take his foot off the gas. And, and by he, I mean Canelo. You know, people like to say he's a cherry picker. He didn't even know about the move to Cruiserweight. This is his trainer, manager, Eddie Reynoso, trying to carve out a legacy for him. You know, and I, and I, and I don't mind. I really do not mind that Cruiserweight jump. Let alone a, a middleweight jump. Excuse me, a heavyweight jump or a bridgeweight jump. You know, everything could be done strategically. Uh, looks like we got another one from Fred Robinson. He says, we have to stop the cap. No, no, we have to stop the resume cap. Let's not act like Charlo got the same opportunities. Whose fault is that? You know, I, I, I hate when it comes to Canelo, everyone acts like the opposition didn't get the same opportunities. But whenever we're not factoring in Canelo, then the opposition is the A-side. So it can't be both. And and you damn sure can't say Al's the greatest in boxing and then say Charlo hasn't gotten opportunities. You know, you got to pick your poison here. Uh, You got to be careful what you say. You know, Charlo's with Al Heyman. Either Al's good or he ain't. Which one? Because it ain't the two. And everyone definitely promotes that Al Heyman is the best thing in boxing, right? Al Heyman gets you the big fight. He got it for Daniel Jacobs. He got it for Caleb Plant. He got it for Austin Trout. He got it for Floyd Mayweather. He got it for Andre Berto. The list goes on and on. Name the fighter that didn't get their opportunity under Al Heyman. So don't tell me that Charlo doesn't have opportunities or he didn't get the opportunities. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Charlo is a victim of maybe not enough dates and too many fighters with Al Heyman. And maybe that's why he can't fight three times a year or four times a year. But that's no one's fault but his and Al's. That ain't Canelo's fault. You know, because we see Earl Spence getting opportunities and he with Al Heyman. I see Tank Davis getting opportunities and he's with Al Heyman. So, again, we need to stop the the cap (laughs) as you said it. That's a big fat lie. And, boy, we know I don't like lies. Kentrell, what up in Phoenix? He says, Big Unk, we miss you. Shout out to Buddy who was holding the show down while you was down. Much love. Yeah, Dumatron went back to New Jersey. And I got to head back to Florida. But we'll be back soon, man. We'll be back soon. We got a super chat from Mike Biggs Boxing. He says, Salute to Kill Bill. Salute TBV. Shout out. Shout out. Man, yesterday was epic. I missed a few Super Chats. I tell you that. I do apologize. But it was epic. Um, We had Bill Haney stop by. And, uh, man, it was just a great episode. He said Devin put that black eye on Floyd. That was a... That was a bomb. He dropped the bomb. We got to get that. Well, who was the DJ? Is it Funk Flex? The Funk Flex bombs. Like, 
You know, like, damn, that was huge. It must have been a, a serious moment, you know, like a, a telling moment, rather, for, for, for him and his son. But back to these Super Chats. Shout out to Fred. Damn, we need some air horns. You got any air horns? No, I don't. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, It'll shit. be my voice until we do. So the air horns are for Fred Robinson. He's That's his third Super Chat in a row. He said, I never called Al or Eddie Great. Andre shelved. Charlo can't get Monguilla or GGG. Nobody turns down a Canelo fight. Okay. So he's saying Al getting his fight as the Canelo fight isn't impressive to him because you never turned down a Canelo fight. And Al isn't great because he hasn't done anything for Charlo. That's your belief. That's your belief. I, I, I disagree. You know. It's just your memory doesn't serve you as well as mine's. I love doing what I do. It's not a job. It's a passion. So the truth is, Charlo and Al offered Gennady $40 million for like a two-fight deal, remember? My good friend Michael Coppinger reported on it. Um, you can't force people to fight you. It's that simple. You know, uh, for Gennady Golovkin and his team, they looked at Charlo as a threat that they could possibly lose to. And that could possibly ruin a second, or rather, should I say, third fight with Canelo Alvarez. So they made a business decision. Simple. And when it comes to the case of Monguilla, again, how are you blaming Al, let alone Eddie, for Monguilla not wanting to fight Charlo? He, he doesn't want to fight Andre. He was the number one. He's the number one now in the WBC. And remember, he was about to have an eliminator. He had an eliminator ordered with Dervianchenko. Meanwhile, Dervianchenko was already scheduled to fight Carlos El Bronco Adamas, who beat the brakes off him. So now, is Munguilla going to take the eliminator with Adamas? Or what happens, right? So you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta know what's going on. You gotta remember what's going on. Uh, but it's not Charlo' fault that. Munguilla don't want to fight, and it's not Charlo's fight uh, fault that Gennady didn't want to take the fight. But I'll tell you one thing. It definitely ain't our fault. He's definitely doing his job. He offered Gennady old last 40 mil. How the fuck I'm going to make that back with that dude? Shit. That's showing me that I like you, uh, Jamal. But anyway, we got Arthur A., with the 199 Super Chat, he says, fight should be in Houston and the Texan Stadium. I guess he meant in the Texan Stadium. I don't know that I've ever been to the Texas Stadium because I don't do football. I have been to the Dallas Cowboys Stadium because they do do boxing. Don't know about the Texan Stadium. But why would we go to Houston? <laughs> why would we go to Jamal's hometown? He not the A-side. He lucky if we go to Texas itself, which would make it easier for him and his, you know, uh, fan base, local fan base to follow him. But, you know, you, you're going to go where the money is, where they're giving you the money. Like this is a fight that's going to not demand. They're going to throw sight fees at it. They're going to be throwing sight fees at, at this fight all day. 
all day. We got Contrell in Phoenix back with another one, and he says, Charlo can't fight going backwards. T. Harrison was forcing him to go back in their first fight and didn't have an answer. Damn, Contrell, you're looking like a casual right now. Call you casual fan <laughs> because that's the younger Charlo. We're talking big Charlo fighting Canelo. So what one brother does has nothing to do with the other brother. I know that they twins, so you might try to clean that one up and say something like, well, they're brothers. They have the same tendencies. Um, but nah, man, that's a totally different brother, totally different fight. Trav, let me know if we got any callers. Yesterday, I forgot the callers. I'm just so used to seeing everything. Yeah, Bro, there, there's uh, there's a few people on uh, Skype right I now. I usually got like four computers. It's like fucking Dude, I got to remind you now that you don't see it in front know, of you, right? I know. I'm just like looking at myself now. It's like, hey, uh, We can bring up? some people on. I'm not sure. We'll see what they're doing. You want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take it from the top of the Skype, see who we got. All right. Of course, we got Big Fish Vega. Let's go. Big Fish. I think I missed one of your super chats, did I, from yesterday? Yeah, man. What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, is know, it, is every it... time I see Bill Haney, man, I just always got to give him a shout out for him being a father and uh, investing in his son. So it's all good. But um, I mean, this fight right here, Charlo versus, um, you know, Canelo talk. I mean, people were saying he was ducking him at 154, 160, you know, and, uh, you know, now to happen at 168, I don't have an issue with it. I think it's a good fight. Uh, I mean, we've been seeing Charlo on the big stage for a little bit. So, I mean, I'm cool with it. Uh, I see a lot of people talking, you know, getting to mix up with Jamal. But uh, if it's a fight I'm going to pay for and I think it's going to be a big event. And I know me and my little man, we would want to go no matter where it is. So, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm cool with it. But what's what is more appealing to you? Is, is Texas and 70, 80,000 more appealing? Because he put 70 in there with Billy Joe. Or is Vegas more appealing? Oof. Uh, I mean, I went to the fight in Miami and I think there was like, what, 40,000 people there. Mm. I mean, that's that. It's a crazy amount of energy. So Cowboy Stadium. Uh, yeah, man, that's uh, I think that that'll be a huge event. And uh, I'm totally down for that. All right. All right. Yeah. I hope you training. Man, every day last <laughs> night, man, I took a nap, woke up. I said, man, I missed uh, the time I wanted to, but I uh, got it in at midnight. So. Probably about to train during or after the show, too, man. That's what's up, man. So I appreciate you, brother. I'm going to get to some other callers. Who's next? All right, we got Brandon Maurice. Oh, damn, I missed that intro, Brandon. I, you know, I, I'm back tomorrow, though. I'm back in Jersey. Well, I'm about to say Jersey, really, Florida. So we, we're going we're gonna to get what's these up? intros, man. How you doing? What's up, bro? Chilling, bro. Chilling, man. Yeah, you know you can't christen the new studio without the AJ or trucking calling in, man. Showing you some love. Congratulations, <laughs> bro. Thank you, bro. What Thank up, you. What's good? Nice to hear you for the first time, brother. Nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, man. I'm Brandon. You know, the, the resident truck driver and king of smut for TVV. I was worried, <laughs> Ness. I, um, I know, man, with this new, you know, big setup, am I going to have to mute, muzzle myself, or can I still be the... The, the playboy of this shit. Nah, this you want still, me to clean it up a little bit? This still the voice of the people. There is no equal, baby. Oh, oh okay. we just missing some hardware, man. We gonna get it together and it's gonna feel right like home. That's all. Oh, for sure, then, man. 
Uh-oh. Well, shout out to Elisa Baumgartner if that's the case. But, um, <laughs> as far as this fight, hell yeah, I love this fight, man. This 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 is a great fight. Really, we've been saying it for months. The best, the biggest fights for Canelo are Benavidez and Charlo, which are PBC fights. We really don't want to see Bivol and fights like that. Really, they they'll be good accomplishments for Canelo. But the events, the big events that we want to see here in the U.S., Charlo and Benavidez. Yeah, it'd be a big event. I would rather it be in Texas, bigger stadium, probably more affordable for the regular folks, rather rather in Vegas where it's going to be all the high rollers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I love the fight. I got Canelo stopping uh, Charlo, though. Mm. Stoppage? And stoppage. Stoppage. Yeah, he's, he's getting stopped, man. He, he not on this, he's not on Canelo level. <laughs> he's not on Canelo level. But um, as far as yesterday's topic, I want to touch on that too because I didn't get the call in. Let's Tim go. Smith is full of shit. He full of shit. He full of shit. Um, it just it pisses me off that we did all this talking about Bud Crawford leaving top rank and leaving ESPN and coming to PBC when in all actuality, if the fight was cross-promoted with two incomes, two bags of money instead of one, we probably wouldn't have, be having these talks about not being able to afford this shit. So we probably would have been better off with ESPN and Fox putting their heads together, putting their butts together to make this fight. Now with PBC trying to do it all on their own, they complaining that ain't enough money in the pot. So it, it's bullshit, man. We ain't going to get the fight. I've come to the conclusion of that. It is what it is. I just, I'm just glad that, you know, the truth is finally being seen that who really didn't want this fight. So um, if PBC can't afford it, you know, let Earl go to one of the big boys who put on big events like that, man. If y'all ain't got the money to do it, let somebody else do it for the fans. But I'll let you uh, go to some next callers. Congratulations again, brother. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, I felt the same way, man. It's crazy that they would come out and say that they can't afford it and that he wants too much money. But then, to, you know, equally say that you don't know how much that amount is and you ain't part of the negotiations. Um, it's just sad. You know, I hate I hate that I was right. But like, he just ain't a star. You know, we never seen this before. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. We never seen this before where like. A hot commodity becomes a free agent and no one wants him. Like, I thought for sure Eddie was going to offer him a contract. Regardless of what fights he want, Eddie needs that type of fighter on Matchroom USA. He came out and did interviews as stating reasons why he wouldn't sign Terrence. We've never seen this before. We've never seen... When Mikey became free, everybody fighting over him. Canelo became free... They want him. Bro, Crawford becomes free and they acting like they can't touch this man with a 10-foot pole. That's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I mean, it's so unfortunate. I don't understand why he's getting that treatment. You know, how are you like this SP winner, two, three-time fighter of the year, two, three-time ring magazine champion, Unify, undisputed, and they don't want to sign you. None of this shit makes sense to me. People don't want to do business with you. I don't get it. This is crazy. Maybe he do need MTK Global. 
maybe he does need someone that can put another, you know, put make up make up the amount that he wants, you know, get a certain guarantee from PBC and another guarantee from MTK. I don't know how they're going to get it done, but it's a strange situation. We back now with a fourth super chat from Fred Robinson who says, that's my point. We can't bash Charlo's resume when people won't fight him. I mean, he trying to fight a DAZN, two zone fighters. Like, why didn't he fight Chris Eubank Jr.? He could have been fought Keller Plant. He could have been fought David Benavidez who's been calling his ass out and, and making him look like he afraid. Stop defending Charlo. You know what Benavidez did to his ass all through 2021. Matter of fact, don't forget that I started that shit in Cancun 2019. In his face, in Mexico, Benavidez and his pops called out Charlo. That same day I interviewed Charlo, and he made it seem like, who the fuck is Benavidez? Now we three years removed from that shit, and you still ain't fight Benavidez. And he done called you pussy. He done... He, you done said he got to get vaccinated. Come on, like let's just be real. Stop the bullshit. You can't be defending Charlo. He's sitting around waiting for a Canelo opportunity. He don't want to fight. He want to fight an old dude or a little dude. Don't act like Jaime Munguia wasn't just a welterweight when he knocked out Juan Montiel, the same dude that drug Charlo for 12. Like, you lying. You capping on Charlo. You you capping on his resume. He ain't, he ain't never fight plant. He could have been did that. Plenty of people out there. He never fought Chris Eubank Jr. That was another dude calling him out. He could have rematched Korobov if you if you're struggling for 160 pounders. Like, stop it, <laughs> stop it. But let's go to King Bourne, Trap. All right, King Bourne. Hey yo, what up? Hey yo, Ness, yo Ness Vegas, what's good, yo Trap? What's good? The man Trap, what's up? Listen, man. Let the media hype this. I don't want to hear no Omarion, Omicron bullshit from Canelo Camp, from Charlo Camp. We need this fight, man. This is what I'm talking about. 2022, do what it do. Let's get this shit on, man. You got me in a frenzy. We're going to be like piranhas back here with a cow in the water. You heard? Mm -hmm. Crossing the stream. He eating everything up right now. I need this. We need this. The boxing dudes, y'all better not diss us with this shit, man. And if we cannot get Charlo and Canelo, I want fucking the fake Roy Jones, goddamn Chris Eubank Jr. Let's to go. get busy with Charlo, man. Let's get this shit on, man. This 22, man. Let's, let's hype it up. And yo, me and my wisdom, me and my lady, she talking about this Vegas shit. She want to get married out there. She got her best friend out there. So fuck it. Having in Vegas. We come through. Let's we go. come through. But I know that Texas shit going to be cheaper. I know the shit going to be a frenzy out there. Just having it. Fuck it. If they can't, if they do Vegas first, if not Texas. I don't want to hear this shit in, in the Barclays Center. I don't want to hear this shit in Atlanta. Give the people what they want, man. And let me get to my man Bud real quick. Yo. I never seen it either. Yo, bud, you listening? Stonebone is my man too. That's my brother. Listen, man. Go fuck with Eddie Hearn. Go get some money over there. Go fuck with MTK Global. 
don't worry about that shit, because I told everybody on here two years ago, we ain't getting that Bud Spence right. I told everybody that on some Oracle shit. You heard? But listen, Ness, love y'all, love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. Shout out to my comrades on the TVB live chat. Shout out to TVB comrades. Peace. Peace. Yeah, man. It's interesting. We shall see. We got Omar S. all the way in London who says, Ness, you legendary pothead. Love the chat with Bill. Thank you, bro. Thank you. It was official. Shout out to Bill Haney, man. Um, who's next, Trav? All right, let's get Dennis from Tampa, Florida. Oh, Dennis, Tampa, Florida. coño, carajo, Dennis, what's up? <laughs> coño, bro, no intros yet? No I mean, intros. good. I'm, no intros yet, good, man. Hey, Ness, bro, I've been voting for you and our community for years, right? Mm-hmm. When I first came on here, you was like, Man, I don't know, like 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 one thousand two hundred subscribers. I said, bro, this is one thing I could understand and listen and hear all the social media boxing thing. So I'm not surprised at all that you're here right now. And I should say that we're here right now, right? Much blessings, everything that you work for and grind for. I'm a big believer that you create the life that you want. You know, God gives you the opportunities. We create what we are destinies. You know. Um, but anyway, bro, final answer. And I always get my final answers from, from this, from this show and this community. Did Jamal Charlo officially say no to a Canelo offer? His brother said, yeah, people said no. I mean, what was the final answer on that? I mean, according to Roberto Diaz in the interview I did, uh, the, what, it was the day of the Haney fight week. Yeah. He said, yeah. So, Coño, so why, I mean, I don't know. If that's the case, and you and I also called in the show a long time ago and said, why did he ain't fought Kovalev again? I don't know, bro. Let this unfold and be what it is. Now, real quick, you're not coming back to Florida? You're going to go in and sell your house? Because, Coño, bro, you and I were supposed to meet for some more fun, bro. <laughs> no, you know, I'm not. Are you still doing Border Wars in Tampa? And well, I, now I'm you're not, all over the place. I know, I know, I know. Border Wars might go to Albuquerque. I got I to gotta take hey. the site fee. Money, money, money. I got you. I got you. I got you. And uh, as far as Florida, I'm not selling my house. Of course not. I just, you know, God God has blessed me yeah, now to man. be able to say I got a Florida home. You know what I'm saying? That's I never thought I'd be able to say that. So that's how it is. When we when it gets too hot out here, we're going to escape the Florida for that's a little while and jump in the Yo, pool. Just keep. Just catch me when you're in town, so you know, now that you're in town and you're a floater and a baller in this, I'm happy for you, bro. But just stay, let's stay in touch through the chat like we've been doing for a while, okay? For you sure, let me know what's up. I'll meet you wherever we got to meet. Again, blessings and to the community. This is a big part of my day is being with you guys. Much love and blessings to the community and especially you. And I always mention your dogs because I love them. All right, Ness. Much love and respect and to everybody out there. Peace. All right. Um... Who do we got? Let me get to the super chat from Big Super Max, who says, when Nello stops Charlo, they'll say he was used to 168. I, I really don't get that. Um, I, I read that, and I read it in my head, and I kept reading it. I'm like, what does he mean by this? Like, Because if anybody's used to 68 already, it's Canelo. Like, he unified the division in undisputed. Um, I don't think he needs any more acclamation to that division. So I'm assuming that Mex missed a few words and meant to say they'll say Charlo 
was not used to fighting at 68, and that's why he lost, is the only thing I can imagine. We got Big Fish Vega that says, since Border Wars 14 may not happen in Florida, and my original opponent said he would only fight there, I'm open to 154 pounds. I want someone committed to getting these hands. Now, we we about to turn all our attention to Border Wars. We got a uh, nice offer from Albuquerque. So it'll take us to yet another state and continue to make Border Wars, you know, a state-to-state thing. And uh, I don't plan on pushing a date back, really. You know, I think that we'll be pretty good for the same date. Uh, we still got like 10 or 12 weeks. You know, I don't know why people are nervous. I was only gone 12 days or something like that. It wasn't that bad. It was worse for me than it was for you. Believe that shit. Uh, but Big Fish Vegas says, on Showtime Podcast, Keith Eidick had mentioned the possibility of this fight. Also, he said he heard rumblings of Terrence Crawford and Probellum. Well, there you go. Richard Schaefer could definitely help. Terrence Crawford, because that's what you need. You need an outside entity that already has money that can supplement the quote-unquote, and I'm using air quotes because that's what Tim Smith is saying, supplement the quote-unquote big offer that that Terrence wants, right? So, like, hypothetically, PBC sit down and say, look, to to Richard Schaefer, because now he's working with with, with, uh, Terrence Crawford, all hypothetically, and they say to him, look, uh, we got six million for this fight. And then Schaefer's like, oh, this is the biggest fight. Let's give me a certain back-end number, and I'll put up the $4 million that Terrence needs to get that 10 to get this fight over the hill. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, maybe the back-end pay-per-view deal could help this situation. But then you got to require these men sell pay-per-views. And, you know, people out here stealing, man. They out here stealing. It's, you know, they say they love the sport, and then they steal from the sport. But uh, I got Contrell once again in Phoenix. Is that number three? One, two, three. Shout out to Contrell all the way in Phoenix with his third super chat of the day, who says, what do you think of Lewis Ortiz versus Charles Martin fight? Ortiz pulled the Wilder, lose in every round, and King Kong Martin, uh, the gorilla. Yeah, no, I, it, was, it, was, it was great. That's what I said. Like, I hate that I missed it because it's like, yo, how do you knock down Luis Ortiz, what, two or three times and then he comes back and knocks you out? That was a bomb burner, you know? Um, it sucks it was on pay-per-view because it's, it's hard to rewatch. I got to get a link or something. You know, I was away. But who's on the line, Trav? What do we got? All right, King Admin of Essex. Oh, King Amin, what it do? Oh, I mean, sorry. Top of the morning, top of the morning, TBV family. was shaking? How are you, my friend? Listen, man, fresh out, fresh out, man. I'm, I'm proud, I'm happy, I'm excited to get back to business, right? Yeah. So let's let's talk this boxing business, man. First of all, I don't want to hear nothing about granddad right now. Apparently his hand is hurt, you know what I'm saying? Um, Who's granddad? Louis Ortiz, his granddad. <laughs> Mi abuelo, that's abuelo, man. I don't want to hear nothing about that dude, yo. <laughs> Because all this showed us, all this showed us is that he should have been in more competitive fights because of what was happening with Wilder. And, and forgive me, again, it's prize fighting. Maybe, you know, he had to pick and choose, yada, yada, but I, I didn't get much from that. I, people still, I, I still heard a lot of people being more excited that it was a barn burner in that fashion than they were impressed about the prospects of what Ortiz would do moving forward. 
Um, Caleb Plant, though, and, and um, Jamel, right? Or Jamal, I'm sorry. Well, Jamal definitely teased the Caleb Plant versus Jamal Charlo picture on his social media, and then Plant responded saying, easy work. But Michael Coppinger of ESPN is reporting that he heard from his sources that Canelo versus Charlo is likely to happen on Cinco de Mayo, which is what the world wanted, or at least this community. That's why I thought it was a good topic for this morning, because people seem to think in this community that Charlo's the guy. I mean, listen, he's a guy. He's just as credible as anybody else we'd want to see him in. And that's the thing about satisfaction when it comes to Canelo. I don't think anybody would truly be satisfied because when some people, and some people will say Caleb Plant's credibility was manufactured through PBC and TBV. Some people will say that, but he had the belt and he fought for it. He waited it out and he held on to the strap and he, he basically, he cashed it in. If Canelo right now has that sort of presence in the game, then we got to expect for anybody that think they at the top to want to cash in. So the Charlo fight I think is expected. We want to see Benavidez. The problem is when everybody's trying to get the pretty girl from the prom, they'll turn on each other. Mm-hmm. You know, remember he got beat up in the cafeteria? You know, Don't go with him. Go to the prom with me. So what they need to do is just kind of, you know, figure out their own date. You got to get your own pretty girl, man. Maybe yeah. she's not as pretty as you, your next man think, but homegirl got too many choices if that's what it is. So, But I think the Charlo fight is just as intriguing as a Benavidez fight, and maybe they all get their turn. Unless Jake Paul slip in there. I don't know. Yeah, man. I mean, I want Jake to go through the Chavez fight first. That's a good... Because, you know, you can't just get in there with Canelo or you're going to be cashing out. You know? Get in there with that common opponent with Canelo and shows you could be the real boxer. But uh, as far as Charlo, <sighs> hey, he's like you said, he's not the guy. He's 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 one of the guys <laughs> or or a guy. But... He's going to have to prove it is all I'm saying. I, I don't know. I'm riding with Canelo. I'm riding with Canelo. I don't know about you. Man, I think um, it's just a little too early to tell. What? It's, yeah, it's a little too early <laughs> to tell, man. Wilding. <laughs> Yo, nah, it's too early to tell still, man. So you think, you, think, you think Charlo could get an upset win over Canelo Alvarez? Listen, listen. Charlo could go in there and say and know and hear what everybody's saying. You're going to get cashed out, and he could be the one that goes balls to the wall. Caleb Plant is the one that came as close to Bruh, balls no one, to the wall. No one ever even dropped Canelo, bro. Like, what? His offense. got to believe, man. His offense is just too much. I don't, I don't, like, if you can't hurt him, he's too much of a machine offensively. Yeah. I mean, and, and he just hurts everybody in front of him. Eventually, the, the punches, you know, the cumulative power, they take their toll, man. But I think if a guy go in, if somebody finally, and Benavidez, I think, has the better temperament to go in there and say, win or lose, I'm going in there. And I don't know if it's the Mexican mentality. I don't know if it's the size advantage coming down from heavyweight. But somebody's got to go in there and just say, yo, not that I expect to lose, but I'm going in here. And they, this is when that Deontay Wilder mentality might serve you a little bit well, or or, or maybe not, uh, against you know what happened to Saunders. I don't know, but it's intriguing enough to keep us talking about it. And hopefully, the community, the, the 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 community at large, not just TBV, everybody's on board for this. Don't detract from this fight. Let's pour some more fucking kerosene, ethylene, gasoline, and everything else to keep this shit lit, man. Let's go. For sure. I mean, for me, hey. 
it, 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 it's a big one for our community, you know, the CYPs of the world. And a bunch of other people believe that, you know, Charlo is the guy that can, can dethrone Canelo. Um, so it, it, it makes it a, a great opportunity for me to tease y'all and to make these episodes a little bit more fun. The truth is, man, because when we're all rooting for the same guy, it, just, it, just doesn't, it doesn't work out the same. This is facts, my brother. Yes, sir. But uh, I'm going to get to some other callers. You all done? Sir. Yes, sir. I ain't going to hold it up, man. Shout out to the whole TBV familiar, man. I'm out. Let's go. We got Big Fish Vega. This is definitely number 3405. He says, no nerves here. Motto, Big Fish swims in any water. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to you. Who's next on the line? It's uh, Is it Mahid or Majid? Uh, is Majid? Majid? Majid, you just listening? Maybe. All right. All right, let's move on to Paco. Uh-oh, we got Chick Chickarelli with a fat $50 super chat says, here's a little housewarming gift for the new studio from Hollywood. Keep living the dream, Ness. Shout out to you, man. Without this audience, the dream would have never came true, man. You know, you got to have people that want to listen. For those dreams to come true, bro. So keep telling a friend to tell a friend. We got to get to a million subscribers. Now we in studio. We don't want to stop at 100. We need to get to 131,000. Where where actually are we, man? I'm, I'm sure we need to get to something good. I wish I would have came back to 131,000. Let's see. We about 350 away from that. So we could get to 131,000 quickly enough. If you continue to tell a friend to tell a friend, man, we're here, we talking boxing, we live in Vegas. You know, if you're listening to this and you're a manager, a promoter, you got a local fighter here in Vegas, contact TBV on all forms of social media. Let's set something up. Let's get your fighter some exposure. Let's have them learn how to be behind that microphone early, man. Um, like I said, I've been talking to many people trying to get it done, but it's going to be a little bit harder than I thought with this 6 a.m. shift. I didn't want to change what we've been doing for so many years, you know, just because I'm no longer going to be an East Coast guy. You know, I wanted to continue the same schedule. I think it helps more Vegas people in a way, like you really get to use TBV now for your commute. My East Coast guys, you kind of started with me. Uh, well, you were already at work when I go live, so, you know. But uh, shout out to Intrigue in the chat. Smash that like button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this particular episode, which is in studio. Let the world know we're in studio. So if you if you share this particular episode, it's going to put it out there in front of everybody, and they'll know that we talk boxing Every single day, right here. You can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. That's N-E-S-T-O-R-G-I-B-B-S. Use the Skype app. Who's next? Uh, Paco. Paco, what's up? A lot of my guys be listening, but it's Saturday, man. Nobody should be at work except us hard workers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess all the hustlers, so I don't know. Some of these truck drivers probably are at work. 
All right, let's move on to Big Fish Killer. Intrigue, right? Yeah, that's intrigue, right? I'm learning. <laughs> intrigue with the Big Fish Killer. That's hilarious. No intrigue? Uh-oh, intrigue. You just listening in Atlanta? Let me see. Uh, can you put the Skype link in the live chat, Trav? Yes, sir. Let me see if this is it. Nope, that says Instagram. That ain't work. Well, Trav will put it. I know someone, I think it was uh, my man Shiloh saying he's having issues connecting. There it is. So if you want to call in, you can click that link in the live chat, join our Skype group, and chop it up. Canna says, Trav is learning fast. Yes, he is, man. Yes, he is. Imagine if we get some consistency. I hate that I got to fucking go back, bro. You know, I wish women didn't deal with that many feelings and emotions, right? Because it'd be like, babe, you know what? You just handle the move. I'm going to just stay in work, right? But it's like, no, we got to do things together. And I don't want to move alone. And, you know, so you got to do these things together. So it's, it's going to take some time. But I was telling her yesterday, I'm like, we need a plan. I, I, I can't be over there a month doing my show from that old studio anymore. Like, I don't want to do it over there again for, for 30 days. That's like a prison sentence. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's not the same, bro. It's just not the same to go back to that. For real. Yeah, no blog talk till I get uh, home or till I bring my equipment in and, and, or he figures out an alternative. Um, but we're doing Zoom now. You know, we lost blog talk, but we got Zoom and Skype. We got Zoom and Skype. So if you want to zoom in, I guess Trav will fill us in on how to do that. Are there any other callers back there? Yeah, we got Super Max. Because I am catching a flight today. If you're going to give me an early day, I ain't going to be mad. Big Max, what it do? Yo. What up? Yo, what up, Max? Yeah, you right. Us truckers is out here working. We out here. Let's get on it. Saturday on that overtime, man. Nah, man, uh, I'm trying to find... Where that report was at, but that would be a, that would be one of those fights, man. That's like you know we finally get what we want. What report? Um, the the Coppinger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I text it to you. Yeah, but anyways, uh, like I was telling you earlier, you know, in Texas it doesn't necessarily have to be Cowboy Stadium. Uh, like I said, uh, when Canelo fought Kirkland, I was there, and that was thirty thousand people at a baseball field. They have NRG Stadium where the Texans play. So if you want to really do it big, do it in Houston, man. I mean, or go to the Alamo Dome. Cowboy Stadium is always ideal because I think it's the easiest place for everybody in Texas to get to. Now, I know he had went to Houston with Kirkland, but do mm -hmm. you think at this point with all the shit Charlo's talk, he's going to be willing to go to his hometown? Uh, I mean, why not? I mean, I think it would be – I mean, that I, I, can see, I can see why not. Like I said, with Kirkland alone, who's not from Houston, he put 30,000 people in there. So they could – they could fill up, uh, man, it'd be nice. I think it's all worn out, but if they went and were able to fill up the old Astrodome, that would have been dope. I don't think that building's even usable anymore, though. But I think, you know, if you want to maximize it, because you're still going to get a ton of people. I know if it's anywhere in Texas, I'll probably be there. 
and then Houston will come out big for Charlo, I think. So, I don't know. I, I just don't think it necessarily has to be Cowboy Stadium. You know, I, I know that's the ideal place, though, the big screen, the Wi-Fi is bumping in there. But uh, I think I think if he was to fight Charlo in Houston, and what better statement to make? I'm going to come beat you in your hometown. Everybody thought I was afraid of you. I'm going to come to your hometown and put you down in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. That, uh, as a fan, at least, and I'm a fan of Charlo, but I just don't think, I think he's a fighter that's tailor-made for uh, Canelo style. You know, I, I don't think, I don't see that fight going a distance, if I'm being honest with you. I can hear, I can see him giving up, or, or rather doing it in Houston and, and just basically saying that, like, I'm beating you up in your hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but so I, like I, I don't know, man. Spots, man. But, I uh, think Dallas you just get – how big is the stadium, though? Because won't you get more people in the Dallas stadium? I mean, yes and no, like I said. But, it, I mean, NRG Stadium, it's fairly new. It only opened in 2002, so it's only like seven years older than Cowboy Stadium. I know Cowboy Stadium, I'm going to WrestleMania, and they're expecting 100,000 people. Mm. So. I just drove by the Allegiance. It's on the way here, and – Man, that thing is huge. Yeah. I don't know. He oh, might yeah. come back. He might come back over here. That thing is fucking immense, bro. I think he'd be the first fight there too. I was hoping Fury and Wilder three was gonna be there, but I think I think why not? Have they didn't do no fight there. Too. You sure? Cause I feel like I went. I I feel like I've been inside that shit already. No, I remember we were thinking they were gonna do Wilder Fury three there, and they didn't. Um, but nothing has happened there. You're sure? And as far as fight wise, no. Wow. Remember, Vegas barely kind of opened up a few months back. They were still mostly closed off till the summer. Why do I feel like I've been in that big shit? That shit looked huge this morning. It's so nice, too, because it's like black with these very bright, uh, I guess, white blue lights. That shit sticks out. Yeah. Yeah, it looks dope, especially when you look at it from the strip. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh... uh, uh, I'll let you go, man. I know you got a flight to catch, man, but... uh, Yes, sir. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for rocking out with us. You already know. Be safe on that road. Shout out to all my truck drivers. We're going to get our horns back. Uh, uh, you know. Anybody next on the line, if you want to join us, add Nestor Gibbs on Skype. The link is also in the chat. Let me see if I can pin that. And I got a Big Fish Vega super chat once again who says, Once upon a time, <laughs> once upon a time, one time, there was a welterweight who was corny. Or he said, once upon a one time. So you know that's a Keith Thurman play on words. They, they did used to call him corny. That's what Earl used to call him. Meanwhile, Thurman had this epic rant yesterday and the world was going crazy. That shit got hella retweets. It's all over. And uh, people are excited. They just love the way that he talks, man. You need that sort of energy. They don't want to understand it. Yeah, Intrigue, you miss most of the show. I, we just went to you, too. I don't know if you are looking to get on the live. I don't know that the Allegiant Stadium caps at 50,000. That would be whack. What sort of football stadium only holds 50,000? Who's next on the line? Uh, we got We got guest user. I mean... Let's go. If you know that you didn't make a Skype account, we're talking to you. Unmute yourself. Are you just listening, Mr. I didn't make an account? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? 
Probably scrambling, drop the phone, you know, trying to pick it up, trying yeah. to find the app again. All right. Well, moving on. That's it. Oh, unless, unless you shit. want some repeats, but early day. We got Rod and A70 with the super chat says, I'm proud of you, Ness. Doing big things. Success. We got one live colon Sid and a bunch of numbers. All right. Whoever that is who doesn't have an account. Let me see if it shows on this side. Almost heard something. Yo, what up, Ness? You can hear me? I hear you. It's H Money to Don. Yo, what's good? What's good, man? It's your boy H Money. H Money. Mr. DeZone. We in the building. Hey, Ness, there's a new terror at 168 pounds, and he go by the name of David Morrell Jr. from Cuba. This kid is a sensation. World champion in only three fights. His last fight, he did over a million views on Fox, and he knocked out Alantes Fox and Demetrius Andrade. He went 12 rounds with Fox, and Morrell knocked him out in four, in four rounds, and he only got six fights, man. He's a main event fighter. We want all the smoke with David Benavidez. Benavidez ain't no boogeyman. That's Morrell been calling him out. Morrell got the strap. What's up with Benavidez? He's sitting, he waiting for a Canelo payday. Why not earn a shot at the great Canelo Alvarez by making a name for yourself against David Morrell? Benavidez go around fighting bums like Kyron Davis and Ronald Ellis. Why not he fight somebody like a Morrell? Morrell been calling him out. It's time for Benavidez to, to step up to the plate and accept the challenge. Morrell from Cuba will knock out Benavidez. Benavidez ain't no boogeyman. Morrell is the real boogeyman. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Canelo versus Charlo is a great fight. I want to see it, you know. But I'm telling you, Ness, Morrell is the best at 168. He got the skills to pay the bills. He got the speed that you need. He got the power. The man of the hour, David <laughs> Morrell Jr., is the new terror at 168. Remember, I told you that, bro. World champion in only three fights, bro. Only 23 years old, man. 2022 is the takeover for Morrell Jr., man. He's the phenom. I promise you that. I promise you. All right. Shout out to Age Money. Don't forget to check him out. He's out here on YouTube putting in the grind as well. Uh, I mean, I'll say this. I don't know that we could call him a world champion. Uh, Morrell won a regular title. So, you know, that means everybody's a world champion then. Uh, but... The issue is he's with Louis DeCubas Jr. And so is David Benavidez. So, yeah, he's calling out his technically stable mate, but it's more about Louis DeCubas Jr. wanting to put two of his commodities in the same ring at the same time. And, again, this is a business. If I'm a manager and I manage David Benavidez and Morrell, I'm trying to – find a way to put them both in position to fight Canelo because I will make more money with them fighting Canelo than them fighting each other. So I don't know that it's a David Benavidez thing or a David Morrell thing more than it is a Louis DeCubas thing. You know, as a manager, it's like if I'm a car dealer, I want to sell each car to one person. I'm not giving you two cars for the price of one. 
Very simple metaphor. Uh, but shout out to Hawk in Maryland with the $5 cash app. Says Ness, TBV still number one. You already know. Welcome back. Thank you, brother. Happy to be back. And then he doubled up and he said, I'm listening to you on Skype. So that's you with the guest user, Hawk. Come on and talk. Hawk, if you're hearing this, I want you to jump on the line on Skype. Talk to me. On standby? Patch it wherever you want through. Hawk, are you there? Are you there? Hmm. I guess he's no there, Hulk. but just not listening. Yeah, apparently. I guess no Hawk in Maryland. He's just listening. It's all good. We're going back to Majid, though. Of course, you didn't miss your call. We never leave a man behind. Yeah. We did go to you, though. I guess you didn't hear us, but what's up? Good morning. Buenos dias. Not much. Welcome back. Uh, first and foremost, thank you, brother. Uh, everybody. They need to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube and page um, members and Patreon for something, and uh. I mean, if uh, if Charlo and Canelo fight for Cinco de Mayo, you know, I feel like it'll be lit, you know. It, it'll be a good fight. But, um, shit, I ain't even want to say nothing really, but welcome back, you know. He was gone for a minute, when, you know, so this is my first time calling in. And your studio look fire too, man. I'm like, that look like an ENSPN, like that shit. <laughs> it look fire, man. Appreciate like, congratulations it. Congratulations on chasing your dreams and getting close there. Doomy, thanks for holding that shit down while he was gone. And uh, that's all I got, man. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, it's so funny that it's coming true. We used to, you know, people used to be like, Ness, man, you need to be in studio. And I'll, I'll just respond from your lips to God's ears, man. And I, I guess he got tired of hearing everybody ask for the studio, man. We are here for sure. It's bittersweet because I got to go back. And, and and make an official move and plan to move. So I'm going to be away from this setting for a while. But it's, I guess it's, like I said, bittersweet, right? Because Trav has already started to buy the equipment for my official studio. This is not the official studio, according to him. So I'm not big-headed either. I'm good with this nah, one. we're going to treat you right, brother. Yeah, but according to him, they're making another room specifically for TBV. And uh, he's ordered all the equipment, and it's now about furniture. So we don't even know. He's like, yo, do you want a desk? Do you want to do couches? And I'm like, man, you know, I've said that so much throughout the years. Like, if I had a couch, I know I'm going to get them to cry on it. You know, my audience knows if we would have had Shakur and Chris Colbert live in studio, they would have fought. You know, so it's just like, I don't know which one to take. Is it the couch? Because we've spoken about it, and and I want to recreate that Muhammad Ali Joe Frazier tussle. You can't tussle if there, you know, if there's a desk in between you. But if you got two men on a couch, maybe you can get yourself a little tussle, and they fell to the floor. I would love to recreate that ABC scene organically, have it actually happen. Shout out to Javier Caputillo, the trainer. Salute, baby. I'm on the West Coast. You got to come through the studio now. Tiene que levantarte temprano. Bring the whole fucking team through. Luke, Santa Maria, everybody. But y'all on the West Coast, y'all going to have to drive or get here the night before. Or be fight week. Whatever. Let's do it. Uh, what else we got, man? Yeah, man. So it's just bittersweet, like I said. But it's also very, very exciting. 
I can't wait to see what, what, what's next, man, and what gets shaken out here. Um, like I said, the biggest issue, look, Javier Caputillo is on the West Coast, but pff, he's all the way in L.A., so it's, it's that's going to be an issue, getting them live guests in here. But I I am not going to stop trying. I'll tell you that. Um, we should or could, may have another guest today, even if it's via Zoom. I know they're working on some things in the background. And it looks like we got another cash app from Hawk who says, I'm trying to come on in. I'm having uh, trouble. Oh, you in the Audi, huh? You're in the Audi, and you don't know how to work the Bluetooth. It's all good, man. Uh, whenever you figure it out, let us know. James, you know I just want to smoke. That's why I was late. <laughs> I was outside smoking, man. I'm like, fuck that. We ain't going raw again. Oh, Paulie Malinaji coming on the show. Let's get it. I hope he. Would, I wish he would have been in studio. In the future, he'll be in studio. If he's an early bird, though, again, this is early. This is early for people. You know, it's nothing for me because even on the East Coast, I literally wake up four and five anyway. You know, I got the two dogs. I like to set up early. So, you know, it's not an issue. But we should be having Paulie coming in via Zoom, possibly, uh, give us his predictions. And uh, yeah, see what he tells us about this whole Jamal Charlo, Canelo Alvarez thing. And how's he feel about the actual matchup? But in the meantime, remember, if you want to uh, partake in the show, if you want to voice your opinion on the Voice of the People hotline, don't forget you can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation from anywhere in the world. Making it easy for you. Who we got? Who's on the line there? I hear you. I hear you in the background. Who's that, Hawk? I just heard somebody. You know my I got them eagle ears. Intrigue. Intrigue. What it do in Atlanta? Big fish killer. What's good, man? They want you to change that name in the back call. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't like that name, but they gonna have to deal with it for a couple more more <laughs> days. Probably probably all the way up into the Ugas Earl fight in April. So probably got a Is couple Is that the more date? Months. Did they give a date already? They didn't get the date, but they uh, Earl said uh, Earl Sprint said uh, it's gonna happen in April. So, yeah. Earl Sprint, so he running yeah, from who? Keith one man. time. He running from every challenge. You know, I, I heard somebody say once upon a time I got a little nursery rhyme. It'd be like once upon a time there was a boxer named Earl Sprint. He ran from every challenge, and we ain't seen him since. Mm. He probably on yellow beezy couch screaming mad down, giving that man a kiss. I just had to say, I love nursery rhyme for them Earl Spence, Big Fish haters. That's all. But what's up, Ness? I'll let you next time. All right, champ. All right. Uh, let me see here. They said, how are you going to do the improv breaking news shows? So I'll still have a, a home set up. And then, you know, once I live out here, I can actually have Travis come to my house and set it up better than what I did because – the fact that I'm seeing so many people say you've never sounded this good makes me feel like my system is shitty now. <laughs> when I used to think my system was hot and my co-hosts were shitty, I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all system is bad. Y'all need to get your shit together. So I'm like, damn, how big of the difference is it? So maybe I need to do something because I know Akin Barak, shout out to my boys Akin Barak at The Zone and the Sweet Science of Boxing. They, um, they got some home setups that 
sound amazing, you know? So it's all about getting Trav out there. And whenever I'm not in studio, we'll do in the house, man, because the shit don't stop. That being said, I do want to see if we can implement, you know, once I make the move, two shows a day, because I got out of work yesterday. It was like, I don't know, 10, 10 in the morning. I went to get a massage. And then it was just like the entire day was there. Like if I had my car out here, I could have went to a gym, built relationships, start inviting people to the studio. If I had my car, I could have done a million things. Uh, but the day was basically over for me. So I'm like, God damn, 430 or four o'clock was so many hours later that I felt like, damn, I think some of these days I could definitely do two shows a day on this time zone because I start my day early and I'm actually taking advantage of it. In the past, I would wake up early in the East Coast to still start at 9 a.m., losing those four hours, you know, because I wake up at 5. So it's just like being out here, I set my alarm for 4.30, you know, and I'm trying to get out by like 5.30. I it's close. I, I just don't have a car. I'm, I'm, I'm relying on fucking Ubers and, and taxi drivers. But I know once I have my own vehicle and I get up at 4.30, shower, I'll be out the house by like 5.05. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not throwing on anything special. Little velour jumpsuit. And the new Yeezys. Check out the new Yeezys. My lady got these for me, man. You know, oh, wait. Wait. Fuck. There we go. Oh, shit. Look, you know it's hot when the fucking camera moves. Welcome to the big time. But, yeah, man, you know how hard it was to get these? I never could get them, man. And I don't like paying over price. So I was shocked when I got this Christmas present because I only buy them on the auction. I'm not one of those guys that love sneakers that bad that I got to pay $1,000 for. But I do hear someone in the background. Who's that? Yo, it's me, Paulie. Oh, shit, Polly Malinaji. So what are you, on, on the line or we got Zoom? I'm on... Uh, he's on I'm Skype. On, uh, oh, he's on, on Skype. Skype? He actually oh, has video. Let me patch I him was, in. I, w I, w I was sent a Skype link and I've joined in. All right. I think they're going to patch you through since your video. But Polly Malinaji live on the line with us. Polly, man, what's going on? Shout out to you waking up early. What are you doing up? Oh, yeah, yeah. and there's sunlight over I'm there. On the, I'm, I'm on the East Coast, so zero. You know, oh, you're in Florida? <laughs> Come on, man. You know I'm in Florida. Oh, <laughs> shout out to you, man. That's what I told Pat. Like, yo, Florida's where it's at, man. Paulie over there with the sun. You got me jealous, man. It's cold over yeah. here, Paulie. Is it? Is it? How cold? How cold Bro, it woke up. I woke up like it was 37 degrees. And nah, last... nah, bro. I, I left New York for that, man. No way, no way. No way. <laughs> over here, over here, it's like it gets about 75 degrees right now, man. Look, look at my view right here, man. Oh, me? my God. You by the marina? Amazing. Yeah, man. That's what yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Wake up. I, I, yo, if it wasn't for this studio, I wouldn't be coming out this bitch, man. I swear <laughs> to God. I love me some Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, we're talking... Canelo versus Jamal Charlo. Obviously, Michael Coppinger of ESPN is reporting that his sources are indicating Canelo will be fighting Jamal Charlo on Cinco de Mayo. I love that I love fight. This, I love this fight. I gotta be honest. I love this fight. Wow, that is that is that is that is something to wake up to. Wow, wow. <laughs> I gotta process that right now. Wow. How much Crazy. of a shot does he have? I thought you know. 
I I'm, I was thinking Jamalo J- Jamal Chalo is 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 one of the uh, one of the guys that I I could see beating Canelo, bro. I mean oh, wow. now 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 I gotta put my money where my mouth is because I've I've been the one I gotta be honest I've been the one saying you know what Jamal and Andre although Andre I think feel like now is passing his prime and it's not it's not a, as much of a threat as he was before to Canelo but I felt like Jamal is a major threat and I feel like Jamal would be Canelo now the fight's gonna happen so now you know what. Big, big props to Canelo for doing the fight because this was the guy that I was picking to beat him if they fought. So, so big props, and I'm gonna give Canelo even bigger props if he beats Jamal. But let's see, let's see. Because like I said, I I picked Jamal to beat Canelo, and I gotta stick with my original guns. I I, I can't go, I can't pull back on myself now, you know. So what is it I, about I, Jamal? I, 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 he's just super, super sharp, man. I mean, when Jamal is on, he's super, super sharp, man. You know, it's just like countering. He's got power. He's got. He's just a good fighter man this is a bro i'm excited yo this is crazy i'm still processing this fight like they, yo they better not come up with no covid or crap or anything you to sometimes push this fight back or cancel this fight better happen they, they i don't want nothing to get in the way now i don't want anything to get in the way this fight has to happen this is this is a major announcement wow wow so where would you prefer to have it i guess for the ambiance and 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 just the environment is—is is it a Las Vegas fight, or do do we do this in I'd Houston to, or Dallas? I say it has to be a yeah, it has to be a Texas fight. Um, uh, I'd say you know because Jamal is from Texas and and Canelo always sells well in Texas as well. Um, I'd say it has to be a Texas fight, you know. Um, although although Texas judging kind of comes into play here, right? So I don't know, man. I don't know. And then again, I mean, we already saw how Las Vegas judging does with Canelo fights with the first Golovkin fight, so. So I don't know. I mean, I guess just put it in Texas. I, you know, I, my 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 initial instinct would say Texas. You know, it it probably is a, a better fight in Texas. Now let's say at the last hour, because I hear Macaboo's fighting his mandatory somewhere in Florida in the next month, right? Oh man, that's right. Canelo was gonna fight Macaboo, and then they didn't do that. Yeah. Yo, that's wild. Yo, Al Heyman must have stepped in and put us some big bucks, bro. Has to be. Mm-hmm. Has to be like, you know, yo, what do you think? I mean, I'm just processing, bro. This is crazy. I'm still trying to process this. Like, I'm I'm thinking out loud as I'm getting all this information. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. you just mentioned Macabo. So now, like, it makes me just start to process thoughts out loud. You know, like, I had just realized, yeah, Canelo at the BC convention had made like he was going to fight Macabo. How, how how miserable is Macabo right now? He's wow. tight. He lost out on a, yeah, he lost out on a big payday. Yeah. Wow. He's got this mandatory. Yeah. He's got to take it. Uh, you know, he's got to... T- Get him out the way. Where, where, where is he going to fight that mandatory? Somewhere in Florida. Somewhere in really? Florida. Yeah, it's when? a Don King promotion. You got to be kidding me. Back to with King? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Hey. Or so the mandatory. No it's either Macaboo or the mandatory is with King. I think they're oh. both with King, to be honest with you. Wow. So there's no TV because King hasn't had TV in decades. No. Right? No. Mm-hmm. No. It's deal. strange that he doesn't even deal with Fight TV or any of the other small. Well, he's hundred, so he's a hundred, so he probably doesn't even know how those things even work. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I don't even understand. Wow, that's wild. That is that is a wild one. Yeah. Macabre went from fighting Canelo for all the for all the marbles to fighting off TV against the mandatory. Wow, that yeah. is wild, bro. I mean, mandatory, Still, mandatories are in the way, man. If you don't pay that guy step-aside money, he's going to be a thorn in your side. But you know what? The BC would have allowed this step, would have allowed the Canelo fight. They had already said that at the, at the convention. So you can't even say it's a matter of the mandatory. It's just a matter of 
Heyman probably put up more money to to get the Charlo fight uh, to land. Um, you know what? Got to give got to give credit, bro. Got to give credit. Even the Heyman got to give credit, bro. I mean, that is doing right by your fighter. Wow, that is really really major. Charlo versus Canelo versus Charlo. Wow, that was at one sixty eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. One six eight, wow, and Charlo that actually is. just posted yesterday on his uh, social media story on Instagram that he mm-hmm. feels he's the biggest super middleweight in the world. So it's a clear indication that he's making the move up. Remember, he's the WBC one hundred and sixty pound champion. So posting yeah. no. that you're the biggest yeah. super middleweight, you're letting us know your intentions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, he's probably trying to hint that out. So the announcement was officially made today. Uh, yesterday, Coppinger got on a round table with Bradley and, uh, Kriegel and wow. Bernardo Suna, and they had like an ESPN round table. Uh, Trav, you want to play the audio for him just to... Yeah, no, you can play and he can hear it. Because it's, it's just a few seconds anyway before they start talking about Macaboo. Chris Wade, Oregon's Macaboo. I'm hearing that it's much more likely that he's going to fight Jamal Charlo on Cinco de Mayo. There are talks right now for that fight. And if he is going to go to Cruiserweight, though, I think it would be a mistake. I mean, look at the cautionary tale of Roy Jones Jr. Jones uh, goes up to heavyweight, beats John. So, the, the, you know, obviously Mike already said it, but he's giving you revisionist history. But, Paulie, man, uh, I know you got a lot going on. You got my good friend Jimmy following you around. Paulie TV is official. Tell us a little bit about it. And, and yeah, what sort man. of content could the people expect from Paulie TV? What are you going to be well, doing? Do we see, you know, are you bringing back from Brooklyn to the world? I got people super chatting literally right now. They're saying, what's well, up, what? Paulie? Always I'm great. Sure. How is Peter Cards, which obviously was your co-host? Uh, that's my boy, Pete. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Um, with Paulie TV, I, 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 may, I, I do, you know, you will probably see me hanging around Peter as well. Um we're not bringing back Brooklyn to the world because that was a give, that was a, a platform we had we had from uh, CBS and Showtime. Um, I don't know if we're going to bring that back, but I'd like to eventually involve. You know, it is Peter Claus has the married life and he's and he's got a job. You know, so yeah. and I'm all I'm I'm in a different state every week. You know, so it's a little bit harder for Peter Claus to just follow me around because otherwise it could be the Peter and Paulie TV. You know, because yeah. that kid is a character. That kid is a is a character more than me actually, but um. But I do intend to, um, you know, include Peter Cards at times here and there. Um, he's always great TV. He's always great entertainment. And I know the fans uh, loved him, too. You know, they loved our our, our, uh, our dynamic when we, we had the show. But, um, you know, we, we it was, you know, things happened and we, we, we lost that platform. Uh, but with Poly TV, basically the reason for the Poly TV platform is so that I have my own platform. I can say what I want and do what I want and, and to be myself and let people into my life a little bit, um, let people into my professional life. Uh, a little bit into my, you know, daily routine of, you know, running around kind of life as well. People kind of keep up with me. Um, so uh, as as Poly TV uh, evolves and extends more and more, uh, I think people will get to be more and more involved in my life and, um, you know, just uh, see what I'm about and, and all that other stuff. I mean, I, I think people assume a lot of what I'm about, but people will get to really check it out uh, and see it firsthand. And, of course, get my boxing knowledge and my boxing uh, um Thoughts, thoughts on fights, uh, thoughts on um, uh, possibilities, thoughts on, you know, uh, anything boxing, everything and all boxing related um, will be on Poly TV. 
Um, and of course, this is, uh, you know, I, I feel like this is going to be the, the best possible platform. It'll also promote a lot of the people that I'm working with. I'm working with fightstars.tv. I'm working with uh, Pro Box Promotions. Uh, a lot of the things that I'm, I'm going to be doing, I'm working with BYB Bare Knuckle. And I'm also working with uh, Sky Sports, uh, with uh, Boxer Promotions in England with uh, Sky Sports. So I, I feel like I, I'm going to be able to uh, use those those platforms that they give me, uh, uh, that those companies give me and work with them. So I'll be consistently working, but uh, by the, by the same token, I'll be cross promoting them as well on my own channel, because I feel like, uh, the people that have done right by me also deserve, I deserve to deserve to have done right by me. I, I feel like, should, I feel like should be done right. Am I right? Am I wording this right? I feel like they should be done right Absolutely. by me back towards them. I feel we like get I you. Recipro reciprocate, reciprocate. So, so I feel like, uh, that's the, that's kind of the, uh, of a good marriage for me. I've got a couple of different platforms that I'm working with. And of course, Poly TV being my platform, um, you guys will get to see me, uh, uh on, the, on the, working on those different platforms, my, my, my travels, my, my work with them and all this other stuff. Uh, also my, my thoughts, not just on the fights that I work with those platforms, but also fights in general, because one thing I learned from this uh, Showtime debacle that I had, um, nobody wanted to cover the real story. I was about to break the real story to people, the, the, the full story. And when I approached Espinosa, nobody, now nobody, not a single one of you pricks out there, um, <laughs> wanted, wanted my, wanted, called me for a follow-up to see like, yo, what's the full story? What is, what is behind you approaching Espinosa? You know what I'm saying? What was behind it? Everybody wants to, everybody's looking for clickbait until I give you the clickbait that suddenly goes against the narrative. And then all of a sudden, nobody wants that clickbait. So, so now, when, what I'm, 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 the reason I'm saying this is because on Poly TV, I'm going to be talking about the fights that I'm covering, but I'm also going to be talking about the fights that I don't cover, like Canelo and Charlo, like, um, you know, the Joshua fights and all that other stuff. All the good stuff that all these other media, media whores uh, like to ask me about and love to get my clickbait answers for when, um, when, I, when I respond, when I, when I respond to anything about boxing. Those people will know, nobody in boxing, uh, almost nobody in boxing, unless I'm working with you. So you guys are with the, the boxing voice. Obviously, I'm involved with you guys. But unless I'm working with you guys, unless I'm somebody that, unless it's a platform that I'm directly involved with, I will no longer be giving my boxing thoughts to anybody. I mean, you, and, and that's, I'm letting you guys out there know if any of you out there are watching this right now, like if you don't approach me at a Canelo fight, don't approach me in an AJ fight, don't approach me in Vegas or what, with one of you, with your little iPhones or your little cameras, I, I may be on good terms with you. It doesn't matter. You show your true, your true colors. I'll still i'm still i'll still remain on good terms with you it's nothing personal it's business you guys kept the business with me i'm gonna keep a business with you i gave you the chance for all of you guys to get the real story about that espinosa situation the background and everything and nobody wanted it because nobody wanted to risk covering the true narrative because it was count it, nobody wanted to risk covering the true story because it was counter to the narrative that all, of all of all that's going on and not just in life but in boxing too obviously so so i'm done with all those people and that was the reason I, why i created poly tv to uh, uh, you can so you can get everything from the horse's mouth directly, and and I can also promote the companies that are doing right by me directly. Well, give us a little tease because obviously I, I happen uh, to be fortunate enough to be with you when uh, you physically approached Espinosa. The the clip definitely went viral. Um, I wouldn't recommend not talking to anyone, especially if you're going to start Pauly TV. But that's a conversation for another time because. Those platforms well, you know, can get the well, word out. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They didn't want the word. So now, because they didn't want the word on this, they didn't. They're now going to get the word on the Canelo fight or the AJ fight or my thoughts on any of those other things. Because I was willing to give everybody the word. That's why I did this, right? 
um, then nobody approached me. Listen, bro, I've been I've been a professional fighter for decades, professional fighter for decades. Right. Um, I was uh, I've been involved in, in showbiz for a couple of decades. So I know the way this works. I, I I came along in the social media era. I know the way this works. OK, as soon as I would make a big announcement on my social media platform, usually back in the day, it was about announcing one of my fights. But it could be it could, it could be a major announcement about anything. Right. As soon as I would make a major announcement. The instant I hit the I hit the, the send button, I was already getting text messages and phone calls from media members wanting Absolutely. to you know get a story about it instantly. I mean, that's how social media works. You know that instantly, mm-hmm. right? When I put this out on Instagram, when I put when I posted this video, not I about a half hour passed and I had nothing, nothing, not a single text, not a single call, nothing. And all of a sudden, that's when I realized, yo, something's going on over here. You know, this isn't normal that I make announcement this big some on some major clickbait shit and, and, and nobody's calling me. Nobody's texting me. This is weird. I, I'm being purposely blackballed here. This is weird. And this is a major story. So I said, OK, let me play this out. Let me play this out. You know what I'm saying? And I got nothing, bro. I got nothing. I got I got one major media member. And I won't mention him by name because I don't want to put him out there. One, main, one major media member who called me and told me. You know, he loves the story and uh, and and I should keep doing right uh, uh, to, to, to protect to defend my name uh, for what for the right of for the right of justice. But he can't put out the story because his editors would never let him. Mm. I had that. OK, so that that just confirmed what I had already suspected. And that was wasn't for about four hours. I wasn't for about four hours later. When, like I said, back in the past, the instant I would hit the send button. I would get major, major contact from from media right away, being in emails, phone calls, text messages, everything, wanting to to get set up an appointment, for the schedule, and an interview or whatnot. So, so I know the way this is. That's why they all have to be blackballed. Now you ha- you have to be blackballed. You've left me no choice. I have to blackball you now. You, you it's it's a matter of principle because you didn't cover this story, and this was the story to cover. You didn't cover this story, so now you will not get my coverage on 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 all the major fights. You will not get my opinion. You will not. You'll have you want your clickbait. You're gonna have to go to get it somewhere else. You will none of you're gonna have to come right that. here to the boxing yeah. voice because at least we'll yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, boxing <laughs> voice is one of my platforms, yeah. But there's only a certain amount of, of, of places that that I'm working with directly. That's why they, the only unless I'm working with them directly, they will not get my thoughts anymore. So and don't and and don't think and for all you media members, sometimes I have to take media calls to promote the shows that I'm working. Sometimes uh, uh, the promoter will tell, take do some calls to promote the show. Even on those interviews, I'm only going to be answering questions about the shows I'm working. So if anybody tries to sneak a question, you're going to get hung <laughs> up on. You know what I mean? Or I'll walk right away from you, right, right with your camera, and I'll walk right away from you. So, so even in those in- instances where I have to do media interviews because I, the promoter that I'm working with wants me to do cover some media stuff to to promote the shows, the questions will only that I'll only answer will be about that show directly. That's it. That's it. None of you are going to get a single story from me again. All right. So, so that's that. That's the reason for that. That was the reason for me. Uh, uh, starting up uh, this, this channel, this channel, and uh, um, basically having uh, having my uh, my thoughts, you know, and whatnot. And eventually, uh, I uh, when Poly TV gets a little bigger and whatnot, and I'll have a couple of other platforms, uh, like I said, that I'll be working with. I'll eventually put out more of, of of the full story of what happened because I think people somewhat got the got the gist of it when I approached Espinosa. They got the gist, but they didn't get anything near what the full story was. And I, and I, and that was supposed to be like a little taste, a little slither for you, for everybody, just to, you know, get the curiosity sparked and be like, oh, I want to, oh, I want to know. There was more to the story after all. Wow, I want to know the, the full story now. I want to mm-hmm. know more of it, and, which is what usually they do. And bro, I believe me, I've been part of major, major media promotions within this sport. I've been part of uh, uh, um, some, uh, uh, you know, you know, 
contrary to our narrative situations and all this other stuff. I've, I've been part of all of it, bro. They, they, I know how much they love their clickbait. So for them yes. to avoid it, man, they, they showed their colors and they are going to get it right back at them. Cause in the, I knew I was going to, I knew in the end I was going to win. Cause in the end, that's what's going to happen. You know, you're going to come back to me. You know, you're going to want my thoughts on, on, you know, I'm going to be at fight week on Canelo versus Charlo. You know, all you guys are going to want my thoughts on the week. You know, you're going to want it. And none of these are going to get it now. You know what I mean? Things like that. You, you played yourselves cause you couldn't, you couldn't act right the one time I needed you to act right. I've always I've always done right by all these people. I need the one time I needed these people to do it, to act right. They couldn't do it. None of them, none of them will get a story from me again. Mm. Well, Paulie, wh- what exactly is your role over with Boxer? What are What are you doing with Sky Sports and Boxer? Uh, with us, guys, wasn't boxers. The, the, my role is titled head of U.S. media relations. Um, so, you know, obviously I have to be in contact with the media uh, on behalf of Boxer. But again, that was one of the reasons why I said, um, you know, I'll only be discussing things of, for the promotion that I'm working with. So sometimes I've got to take interviews and, and calls from the media for BYB promotions, for example. Bare Knuckle does the same thing. For a uh, boxer uh, they, they, and Sky Sports, they do the same thing, you know. Um, I, I, I'm obviously more than willing to do my job for those companies and, and to promote their companies and to promote their brands. And uh, for Boxer also, they want me to you know, be on the lookout for American talent that might be out there or whatnot because they eventually do want to get a, a, a US TV network, a US TV deal. They do have, a, they, they are working in some conjunction a little bit with Top Rank because uh, they have the Sky deal for Top Rank. Um, uh, I think they have 15 dates on Sky Sports, but I think half of them will be with Top Rank because mm. uh, Boxer now is a is a growing company, but they don't have enough enough big time fighters to, to take up the 15 dates on on uh, on their um, on 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 the, on the platform. So they, the, the the conjunction with Top Rank is going to get a lot of fights out there. And one of the guys that is actually Josh Taylor. He's going to fight on Sky Sports on February 26th. Josh Taylor is a world champion in Scotland, and you have the unified 140 pound world champion. I thought it was a disgrace that his unification fight with Jose Ramirez got no UK TV. I thought that was absolutely ridiculous. That is one of the best fighters in the world, regardless of weight class. And he couldn't get a home in his, his, he couldn't get a a TV home base for his fans back at home to watch it. He fought the fight in Las Vegas on ESPN here in the US, but there was no no UK TV back home broadcasting a unification of, of, of the world championship that he unified. Unbelievable. So the fact that uh, uh, Sky have done the deal with Boxer and Top Rank will now allow Sky and allow Josh Taylor to be featured in the UK for his defenses. And one of his his first defenses coming up on February 26th. Boxer also has uh, the Kel Brook and Amir Khan fight. Uh, it's been a rivalry that's brewing for years. I, I Personally, it might be a little bit too late for that, but it's still a big fight um, uh, in the UK. Uh, fans are still will still tune in. There's fans of both fighters that are really, really hell-bent on you know pushing their guy. And I think that'll be a, a interesting fight on, on February the 19th. Um, so my involvement there, as far as being present all the time, is it depends on things like uh, you know the the latest spin they put on this variance uh, on the on these coronavirus shutdowns. Uh, you know whatever they want to make up one day to the next because that's those face. That's what they're doing essentially. They're just making it up one day to the next. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll it'll depend on that. Um, it'll depend on. Um, uh, what other jobs I'm working here because uh, I have to now prioritize my U.S. jobs because, you know, my, my, my base is in the U.S. So uh, I'll have to prioritize that first uh, as well. So so it'll, it'll depend on that. But my involvement with Boxer is there. And do you have a uh, schedule for Pauly TV yet or is that still developing? Uh, we're still developing the schedule. We get uh, right now we're doing, uh, you know, kind of outline topics and we'll kind of just shoot some video and shoot some uh, content based on, you know, the outlines and the topics, uh, the certain discussions that, uh, you know, will want me to discuss uh, f- and put them on video. Uh, and then we'll, you know, we kind of do the 
what everybody else does. You know what I know what I've I, I've noticed like I've done interviews in the past that like last like five minutes, and then and then it'll become like different segments on youtube you know what yeah. i'm saying so it'll look like it'll look like it's different 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 pieces you know so I, I i that's kind of what we're doing we're taking that approach with the poly tv we're we're just gonna you know shoot some long content and then kind of divide it up uh into different segments um and uh you know put it out there little by little and so uh, we we're, we're scheduled to shoot i gotta come out to california next week so we're gonna be shooting some stuff out in california some content out there as well uh, but I, you know, little by little, we're going to grow the channel. We're going to grow the platform. I'm, get, I'm getting a positive response from it, which, which I, I did anticipate because people had always said that, you know. But, but uh, I do eventually want to, you know, bring in uh, Peter Cards and all those, all those other stuff. I, I would like to involve him in, in some way, shape, or form because he's always pure entertainment. Uh, sure. And then, um, you know, also my other stuff, you know, stuff I'm going to be working on with FightStars.tv. Uh, you know, commentate. I will commentate with FightStars at least a couple times a month. Uh, with ProBox Promotions, uh, you're going to see some stuff. You're going to see some announcements out of ProBox. I don't want to make the announcements in, uh, the announcements before ProBox does, but they've got some major announcements now, coming up, Pro coming Box, up this month. I was going to say that. Don't they have a date for January 21st, or did they push that they, back? They pushed it back because the coronavirus caught the compound. Mm. <laughs> so a lot of people tested positive, but it's cold. And so uh, they, now the government forces you to not work when you have it. So, so uh, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to push it back to February twenty fifth. Okay. And um, obviously with Floyd Mayweather and the but news, there will be well, there will be announcements with Probox. By the way, there, in the coming weeks there'll be some pretty big announcements. I, I know nice. regarding Probox promotions. It's uh, a beautiful you know, venue. Regarding, Regarding, yeah, we got the venue, but regarding the uh, team we've got involved there and all this other stuff, you're going to be hearing some pretty big announcements in the coming weeks. And, and ProBox is going to be putting on some consistent shows, so uh, people will also uh, be able to uh, have some some more consistent boxing. And where could those shows be seen? Uh, they will. ProBox is going to have an app, the ProBox app. Uh, the announcements will all come out. You're going to see in the coming weeks. I don't want to put it out there and give it to you like partial and confuse you. For sure. But there will be an app, and it'll be a free app. It'll be nice. a free app, so people will uh, will be able to watch the fights. Nice, nice. So I guess the last thing, obviously, with Mayweather, uh, I don't. I mean, he didn't announce, but there's been an announcement that he's fighting some 18 year old boy in a celebrity match again. Does yeah. does Paulie? Are are you considering any more exhibitions? Was that a one and done, or do you leave that? I guess open, and if something makes sense, it makes sense. I would rather not jump back in the ring under any circumstances you know um the celebrity boxing i kind of did it just um you know i i was i had free time you know what i'm saying uh, you kill the boredom you know you have an excuse to get in a little bit of shape even though i don't really train that much for it you know but but um you know you you just kind of you know look to kill the boredom and do something but now i'm gonna be very very busy in 2022 so i i would find it very very difficult to be able to get back in shape i have been offered some things i remember there was a uh, celebrity boxing promoter that had wanted me to uh, fight an MMA guy in, um, in, uh, in England. And I was considering it, but then just too many things came up on my plate. You know, I've got, um, I've got, uh, you know, options that if I wanted to fight, I, I, I could, but I mean, the, I make, I, I, here's the thing. I'm going to be very, very busy uh, working on these various platforms this year. Um, they pay very well. And, if I have to train for a fight, it's going to take away from that. It's going to take away my time, you know, uh, because, you know, to be to train for a fight, you got to be very dedicated. You got to get yourself in shape, you know, in very good shape. So it would, it would just take an astronomical amount of money because I'm already making very good money with these platforms. So it would take an astronomical amount of money to, to convince me to step away 
from all of these platforms and all these good people that are, are that are giving me time and to, to work and then to um to train just specifically for one fight obviously it would be probably be pretty cool content for poly tv to have me in camp but nonetheless it would it would I, I think it would just take away too much from all my other responsibilities and and those responsibilities like i said they 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 pay very well so um i've got to consider it from a businessman's perspective as well now that i'm 41 years old and um and and it would have to be you know they say everybody has a price, right? That's the million dollar man. You say, <laughs> it would have to be a very big price because I'm making good money already, man. So I don't, I can't really, I, I, it was, it would probably be a, almost a definitive no as far as me fighting again. For sure. Well, Paulie, man, I don't want to take too much more of your time. Let everybody know where they can find you, obviously where they can find Paulie TV. And uh, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man, you can find Paulie. It's Paulie.tv, I think, on YouTube. Um, it's Paulie.tv on YouTube. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, on my on my Instagram is uh, Paul Malinaji. Twitter's Paul Malinaji. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be going these platforms bigger and bigger, and um, you're gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, be, be on the lookout because 2022, I'm gonna be working uh, in a lot of different places, and uh, I look forward to uh, being able to enjoy it if these uh, scumbag governments let us enjoy it. <laughs> well, congratulations on all the uh, success after boxing, man. I appreciate you, and until the next one. Yeah, absolutely, man. Good talking. Good chat. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Polly Malinaji uh, with so many ventures. Oh, my God. 41 years old. You see what it is? I mean, he's really out here working. He's a boxer in the U.K. He's out here with Feistar, even with uh, Gary Jonas over there with Pro Box. Shout out to Polly Malinaji. That was uh, pretty good. Now it looks like we're gonna get a, another guest on uh, oh. ESPN's Claudia Trujillo, right? Am I yeah. saying that right? Is we're, it Trujillo. We're, we're letting her loading her up. We'll we'll let you know. All right. Um. Yeah, I know she's. Uh, this is actually she's a good person to have on. I think if I'm not mistaken, Canelo and her had that moment for the Daniel Jacobs fight and uh when he pushed jacobs after he pushed jacobs after the weigh-in he went back to be interviewed by claudia and that's when he had the infamous soundbite um eso es miedo eso es miedo <laughs> and then he yells out que chinga su madre which is again ironic right because many years later he turns around and says how's that disrespectful so it's like my man just says it whenever he wants uh, they're saying your mic sounds better. This is official. I know, man. It's going to be sad going back to the old studio, uh, having a, you know, fucking talk on the old system. It's just not going to be the same. No Trav, no uh, Zoom guests, you know. That's not going to be fair. But... I'll be there with you in spirit. I'll be Yo, I'm so stuffed up. I hate this shit, bro. I need that Floridian heat to just melt away the mucus. Take it out. Uh, she is a silver fox. Y'all ain't lying. Everybody's like excited about three. Is she gonna come in on camera? Uh, I think. We'll see. I think. I don't know. But we'll see how she feels about this Canelo stuff, you know? Oh, it's Trejo, not Trujillo. Trejo. Trejos, Trejos. Uh oh. Shout out to Claudia. 
Pound for Pound King says the best picture and sound quality on YouTube. Well, thank you, my friend. We've never gotten that. Thank you. That, that That's all credit to Sticky Paws. Follow them on Instagram at Sticky Paws. You never know when you might need to use the studio. Uh, we got Javier Caputillo, the trainer, who says, come on, homeboy, your phone call away. Just say when. Saturday works best. Uh-oh. So you see, he'll take the drive up on a Saturday from L.A. to get that exposure. Let's do it. Rod in the A70 says, will you allow guest TBB members on to talk boxing? Of course. My man Adrian and I mean, once I get the official tissue regular setup, which I don't know that I'll ever get that regular setup anymore, actually. Trav has his own. He has his own uh, streaming software. But, I mean, we just had Paulie there, so I could easily have Adrian and Amin on on that Skype. Um, Who's next? Big Fish. Damn, Big Fish. I didn't tell him this super chat in front of him. Sorry, Paulie, if you're still listening, you're the best commentator in the game. Uh, Flew in for a quick weekend for the Judah fight at the Barclays. Spent time with your fam, Rosario. Much love and support. Uh, damn, you were there for, for, for Judah. Which Judah weekend? Was it Judah Gant, Denny Garcia? That was an epic moment. That Danny Judah buildup was big. Uh, who else we got? Let me refresh here. Any any callers on the line while we wait for Claudia? We got all the basics. We got Arthur, Big Fish, Big Fish, Vega. Arthur, Arthur is Hawk, right? Hawk, what up? You available now or what? Now that you put your name, you must be getting it together. Man, Hawk in Maryland, you dodging me. <laughs> All righty then. Well, thank you, Brandy. I'm happy that you love the channel. Make sure that you subscribe because we're trying to get to a milli, a milli, a milli. You know, we need a million. If you haven't already checked out our in-studio interview with Bill Haney, father trainer of Devin, you can check it out. It's on the YouTube channel. And shout out to Canna, who already cut it up so you don't even have to sit through the whole episode. The specific interview itself is uploaded. And, uh, yeah, you can check it out. Already has a nice amount of views and comments. Shout out to Canna, always working in the background. We gonna we gonna we gonna get you a raise in the future. Now that I'm alleviated of such task, <laughs> man. No, Claudia, I'm about to take a smoke break. You know, I I decided if we really got to deal with this no smoking, we're gonna do intermissions and, yeah, and go with the fucking SpongeBob. Few moments later, you know what I'm That'll saying? That'll be hilarious. Because uh, shiznit. We should we should put a remote uh, microphone on you so you can talk as you smoke and just have like a picture up there. And you know what? I think that you probably are the person to make that possible without it sounding bad. Like you see, I'm an audio snob. Did you hear Paulie's win every now and then? Yeah. Like the Floridian win was it? There was the like mic. construction happening somewhere. It was yeah. construction. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So those are the reasons I don't do things like that. But, again, now that we got Trav the producer, I'm sure that you would be able to get it to a point where it, it is audible and people aren't going to be frustrated. And then, uh, hell, yeah, we'll do a stand. Because, actually, like yesterday after the show, um, out there talking to Bill Haney, he's like, man, I love this. I would love for Devin to pull up in his Maybach and I'm like, I would love it. I'm like, don't even tell me so he could surprise me again. 
And then I'm like, no, actually tell me so I can have a fucking crew out there waiting to record you pull up in that big boy and make it even better and more exciting for the live audience watching. So, you know, I just think that the the opportunities and the options that we have with this studio are going to be endless. And the more we continue to work together and create that synergy, we'll figure out ways like... That waiting room is amazing. I would love to get some shots of that. With like, if we have a guest waiting, I mean, I want to be able to go to that room, just show you who's waiting, and like, you know, they need to know this isn't just sticky paws. There's an entire facility here that, you know, can house not only your show but your guests, and take it to the next level. Let's just be real. Let's be real. But if Claudia's busy, it's all good. One guess is better than no guess. And I got a flight to catch and weed to smoke. You know how it goes. So I don't know. You can call the big man because, you know, we don't have to stick around. It is a Saturday. I don't know even know if there's any fights, but me being on an airplane isn't going to help. So um, I just wanted to make sure I put out some more content and let you know personally that there still will be some adjusting. It's not... We're not in studio just yet. This is temporary. I got to officially make the move. And this is like 2,400 miles, too. It's not even like before I moved, I think, 18. This might be 3,200 miles away. I'm in the fucking boot now. Oh, Claudia's here. Oh, Claudia. Say hi hi to uh, Claudia. Unmute yourself. Hello. They saying my my man Big Fish definitely said Claudia is on Skype, so she just probably got to figure out her um, audio. Adrian, what up, baby? He said puff puff pastries. I know, I know, but edibles don't hit. They they don't be hitting the way puff puff pastries. Yeah, no, that's a real thing. That's one of my listeners. He created his own wow. his own. Um, what would you call it? Because it's so much more than just, I mean, he does like full blown upside down cake. They have an extensive menu of infused uh, products. Wow. And he ships. I still got like two dozen cookies left, I think. Put them things in the refrigerator and they last long. I warm them up too. You know, the THC, mm, it makes sure they stay soft because then you reheat that THC. It's like activating the, the fire. Ness, too big right now to be reading the chat. Now nah, I'm reading the chat. See, you're wrong. There's four Claudia Trejoses. Uh-oh, she, she made a bunch of accounts. Karma Surge, what's good, my friend? What's good? You got to stop by the studio, man. Once I'm officially moved here, you on the West, man. You know? I got my boy uh, Robert Ortiz out here from Escape the Faith. If anybody's into rock and roll, we could always get him on. He he does an uh, amazing live stream on Twitch and knows his boxing very well. Val. No, that's not Val. That's Vale. I do want Iron Mike to sponsor me. I need to connect, man. Send me his email, champ. Send me his email. What company are you talking about, William? Are you talking about Puff Puff Pastries? I don't know. Which one are you speaking of? In the live chat, who else we got? 
Big Fish Davidian. Everybody's a big fish. What up, Davidian? All the way in Buffalo Falls. What's good, Ness Heyman? God bless you, brother. God is blessing me, man. I cannot lie about that. Shout out to Marlon So Icy Sims. He says, keep putting in that work, Ness. Love what you're doing. You already know, man. And it's never work when you love what you do. Uh, give us a little on Xavier Martinez versus Robinson Costa Conceo. Shit. Let me, let me Google that because Robinson is a tough dude. Let me just make sure this is not this is the same person. Yeah. Uh oh, we got we got someone calling in on Skype. They trying to call you directly. Trying to call directly. That's Maestro. Let me send him the the link. I wasn't Claudia, though. But like I said, man, it's no big deal. Early day, Trav. It's Saturday. We ain't got to force it. But uh, Conciao, yeah, he's decent. He's coming off that loss to Oscar Valdez, though. Uh, he was the undefeated Brazilian. Uh, this is exactly who I thought it was. Uh, he's not the biggest puncher. But it was a good fight with him and Oscar. It was a good fight with him and Oscar. You know, he's not a bum. Xavier Martinez, on the other hand, I don't know where his power's at. I believe this is the Xavier Martinez that signed a TMT. He got 11 knockouts, but he's with TMT. He ain't really been fighting nobody, you know what I'm saying? I think the biggest name on his resume might be uh, Juan Carlos Burgos, you know? Oh, he beat Marrero. Can't, I can't forget about my Dominican brethren. De lo mio, que lo que. Claudio Marrero, the Matrix, he beat him as well. And you know Claudio's a puncher. Claudio put everything into them punches. But those are the two biggest names. So, I mean, it's a decent scrap. It's a step up for Martinez. You know, Conciao already, I guess, is considered to have, he's considered to have stepped up and failed in the Oscar Valdez fight where he fought for a world title. He also lost a point for hitting behind the head in that fight. But are there any other callers that we may, may need to get to before we wrap it up? Um, Just the normal few. Arthur. As long as no one jumped in new. Nope, no one knew. We can go ahead and say our goodbyes. Unless you know Valdez robbed that man. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Valdez can't do the robbing. Damn, my boy said he just bought a new boat. When you ready to go to Catalina? Island, I got a seat ready. Fucking A, champ. Let's do it. I'm with that. I don't know when, though. I got to get settled in over here, but we definitely going to need some water time. That's that's one of the, one of the things my, my lady is not happy about. Florida, we leaving the beaches. We're 20 minutes from multiple beaches in Florida. Beautiful ones, you know. Clearwater's not far. St. Pete's not far. Obviously, Port Charlotte Beach is there. You got... Fucking Siesta Keys. I mean, there's so much. Uh-oh, Big Fat 20 Dub from Andre, uh, who says... Looks like we might have Claudia Just here. saying hello, brother. Claudia, hello. unmute your mic. Yeah, they're telling me she's having problems. 
Luis Reyes, you know that Corvette coming soon. Let me tell you, I've been trying to jump on that bitch, but America is just doing us dirty. Claudia, say something. Nope, don't hear anything from you. America's doing us dirty right now. The vet is about 30000 above price. So you got to make a conscious decision how important a car is to you. And it, it ain't that important to me. I'm trying to wait till the Z06 drop. It should be dropping in March, which would make the Corvette 2LT less expensive. Hopefully, few of these 2LT and, two, three, uh, and 3LT owners decide to get the Z06, which is for rich, rich people, um, nope. and, and then give me the opportunity to buy their 2LT used because I, ain't, I can't do it. I can't do it brand new. If, they, if production wasn't being held back, because I already did all the research, production is held back 18 to 24 months. So, like, if production wasn't held back, then, yeah, I could just order my own and pay that normal price. But, you know, with, with COVID, they're trying, to put, they're trying to act like everybody wants this car and you can't get this car, so you got to pay a bunch of money for this fucking car. Plus, Intrigue ain't finished helping me out. But that's a conversation for a private conversation. Ness, can we see her? I added her to the back call. Um, I don't know if you can see her. Let me see if I can see her. Talking about Claudia? Yeah. She's on. She has her video open, but her mic's not working. Like, it's unmuted, but no audio is coming through. We could try to get her on Zoom and try I mean, to test out that platform. I mean, I don't know. I wish I knew. Right. Yeah, the Corvette looking like a fake Ferrari. That's the fucking point, dog. Can you afford? Paulie got the Ferrari. I didn't want to. I didn't want to ask him or ask him, you know how much it costs. But like, if you can't afford that Ferrari that that that, that uh, Dr. Dre flipped over in, you get the vet. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Plus, I'm American. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm dealing with. I'm spending my money in America. I ain't getting no Italian car. You know what I'm saying? American muscle. You know Ness is a GTO guy, Pontiac, a Camaro guy, Chevrolet. And now, you know, if I could get that, the next Chevy, right? Because the, the Camaro is the, I guess, uh, what, what is that called? Uh, mid, uh, no, no. Well, I would say they're mid-range sports car, but it's really, I'm looking for the other word, where it's like middle-income housing sports car, right? Like middle-class sports car. Uh, but then the vet is a step up. The vet's always been a step up from the Camaro. Um, but yeah, it could look like a fake Ferrari all you want, champ. I bet you when I pass you by that motherfucker, <laughs> you won't be saying that. You'll be like, damn, you got to actually see it. And see it in person in the road so you can see how big that motherfucker is, too. It's big. It's beautiful. And I want it red. I only want it red with red guts. You already know. Got to. Of course the vet looks badass, Salvador. You know, we're just going to keep we gonna keep praying, man. We're going to keep praying and maybe God gives us an opportunity to get it. Uh-oh, look at Marlon Swice. He said, I'm going to get me one, too. He going to have a Porsche and a vet. They're just hard to get right now. I promise you, I found the 2022, but I don't. I refuse to pay over 100000 You know, so if I got to pay a hundred, then I got to pay that 7000 tax. Now I'm at $108,000.
I ain't, I ain't balling like that. That ain't what I'm trying. I ain't trying to lose my little bread. Exactly. 100000 ain't ain't for regular people, and it ain't. Why the fuck would you want to pay $1,600, $1,800 a month on a car? That's not what I want to do. I just like the car. Claudia, can you say something? Or you got to connect your audio? Hmm. Yes. Oh, oh, there it is. We got yes. you. <laughs> I've through every setting. A mission, huh? I'm so sorry. It's okay. No, I'm sorry. You know, it's uh, uh, traveling issues. What can we say? You know, I didn't bring my computer. I'm just, you know, traveling light. And here we are with my phone. All right. Well, I wanted to get you on because obviously I remember, I, I don't know if this moment is a memorable moment for you, but I'm pretty sure that after the weigh-in for Daniel Jacobs and Canelo Alvarez, you know, uh, Canelo came over to you, you were interviewing him, and he gave you that epic soundbite. It's a soundbite that I use on the show. Obviously, being in Vegas, I don't have it here to pull it up, but he basically uh, said to you, eso es miedo, eso es miedo, and then he goes into his normal which back then he didn't find disrespectful moving forward he did and uh i knew that that moment happened it was something memorable for me i love that canelo did daddy shoved jacobs and now we're talking canelo all over again versus jamal charlo so i wanted to get you on and maybe get your predictions and how you feel about that potential fight michael coppinger of espn who i'm sure you know is reporting that his sources are telling him Canelo is likely to fight Jamal Charlo, the bigger brother, at 168 pounds for Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Well, let's start with that was a memorable moment because you forgot a little word. Ese es pinche miedo. <laughs> Which makes it even more uh, strong, I'd say, when we're talking about comments. And, and Canelo was very sure of what he needed to do. He had already seen... Uh, what Jacobs could do, what he did against, um, remember that epic fight against Gennady Golovkin, where I saw him win, and where he basically showed the world that Gennady was not unfallible. So moving right along, it really taught us uh, the kind of character that Canelo brought to the table. Uh, I think this was one of the first times that he showed his personality, especially when we're walking, when we're talking about weigh-ins, when he's really very, like, stoic in his ways. Um, I agreed. As a matter of fact, I was listening to you guys this morning and I agreed with one of your um, viewers that said Canelo by knockout. Mm. Uh, there's two things that I want to bring up when we're talking about Canelo and it could be Jarmel, which I, uh, I admire and I think he's got great talent. I don't think he's ever faced anybody of that caliber like what Canelo brings to the table. Let's be clear about this. Vamos a estar aquí where we need to be. Uh, <laughs> Canelo don't mess around. Canelo is not a trash talker. Canelo is not the type of guy that's going to give us all these big, epic sound bites like the ones we've been used to by other fighters. But when he does say something, he means it. And, and the one thing that I've come to learn is whenever he promises something, he comes through. Uh, and he has this itch against both Charlo brothers. So if he gets a chance against Jamal, the bigger one of both, He's going to knock him out. And I got to remind you guys what he did to Kovalev. And we can go back and forth. You know, it was not the best time. Kovalev, regardless of how old he was or how beaten up he was, there's a reason why we called him the crusher. Mm -hmm. It beat him to a pulp. Now, 
when we're talking about boxer versus boxer, I, I totally agree. His skills, Jamel, Jamel's uh, skills are way above uh, Kovalev's, but his punching power is not even close. Let's be clear on this. And Canelo dissected him, beat him up slowly but surely. And what I've seen Canelo become is almost like a surgeon. He'll take his opponents bit by bit until they have absolutely no other tool but just to stand in front of them. We've seen that over and over and over again. I don't think this would be uh, uh, any different. I think it would be a fantastic fight for Cinco de Mayo. I think it's time for us to see Canelo back in the ring for Cinco de Mayo. And, And I don't agree with you. I think Texas would be a fantastic place because even though it is the Charlo Brothers' home, I'm telling you, Canelo fights in Texas just like he was fighting at home. Yeah, no, I think Texas would be the better location for the fight fans because we'll get more fight fans. The tickets will be more affordable in Texas versus Las Vegas. They're going to want to make up that site feedback by charging top dollar for those tickets. Uh, but but you prefer Texas. I don't prefer. I just think, as a matter of fact, for me, a fight, even in my backyard, is exciting. So <laughs> what the hell? So, but... I mean, we just had seventy-five thousand dollars, seventy-five thousand people showing up at Dallas and uh, at Cowboy Stadium, and it, it was epic. It was it was, it was. phenomenal, it, it, and it was we were closing, you know, the whole pandemic, uh, if we want to call it boxing era, where everything was locked down, and all of a sudden Dallas just turned up and they received us with open arms. You know, there was still a little bit of apprehension. I understand. But it was an outstanding crowd. And yeah. and I don't know if you remember, it was a party right before the fight because this has become Canelo's party. Mm-hmm. I mean, he brings in, you know, rappers, you know, with Jay Balvin. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I love what he's doing with Eddie Hearn. I wonder, um, would the promotion be the same, though? Uh, with PBC because we got Jay Balvin when it was a match room here in in uh, my well there in Miami. Um, the well, night- you mean there in Miami? Can I remind you, you're not in Florida. Anymore. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. I know, but yeah, you know, Eddie Eddie put the pyro and the fire and the fireworks. It was amazing. So it's yes. always. Uh, an event when you when you get a Canelo fight. Now, yeah, I, but in Texas we had Pepe Aguilar, we had all these outstanding art, uh, artists too. So you know, and remember, uh, for that one fight, even if he goes with PBC, he's going to be a co-promoter. So mm-hmm. he's got a lot of say in that. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope he gives us what we're accustomed to for a Canelo fight because um, it's like you said, it's more than a boxing match. You know, he brings out a very high quality crowd too. It's a, it's a, it's a fun night to go to a Canelo fight. Uh, so we had Paulie on and he agrees with you. He believes that uh, Jamal has a big possibility of beating Canelo. Um, well, I don't know if you think you, you said the opposite, actually you think Canelo stops him. You think Canelo stops him, but he thinks Canelo, uh, Charlo has an opportunity. Do you see Anything that Charlo does well that can be a problem for Canelo? Of course. Let's start with size. You know, let's talk basic math. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about fighters with the same skills, the bigger by, the bigger guy in the ring should take the advantage and should be able to take the win. My, my question is, is he going to be able to first 
fighting in the heels. I heard somebody making a comment about Jermel not being able to fight on the heels. The truth of the matter is, that's not a common skill. That's one skill that needs to be first honed for a long time. We have the Juan Manuel Marquez, we have the Sugar Shane Mosley's, and today Canelo is one of those few that can do that. Mm -hmm. The Charlos, neither one can do that. But I, I'm not going to even hold that against them because they don't have to do that because they've always been very tall fighters and they rely on that stick, you know, right there. It's very stiff. It's right in front and it's a very fast jab. And I could see that being a little bit of an issue for Canelo. But so we said the same thing with Callum Smith. We said the same thing against Caleb Plant. Kovalev, obviously. So he knows how to neutralize that and go around it and go underneath the guard. So with that being said, I can actually say that could be a problem. The height could be a problem. Now we need to test chins. <laughs> how how strong is any of the Charlos brothers' chins? Because they've never really been tested. Not by somebody of the power that Canelo has. And you know, one of the things that we underestimate on Canelo in particular, and I've seen this progression for the last 10, 15 years, is his defense. His defense is outstanding. And it's an offensive defense. I know that doesn't make sense, but it's a type of defense that he, like his jab has become a power point as well, but he'll just take that sidestep to go with the hook. And it's beautiful. It's a sidestep, just matrix style to stay away from the distance from his opponent and then just walk in with a, with a hook. And that left hook is brutal. It is. So how do you, how do you go around that? And his mobility is outstanding. Now, the Charlos have these huge steps, and they, they don't, the laterals are very big, but Canelo knows how to cut the ring. He knows how to cut those corners. So I can see an outstanding fight, but I think power will take the best part of this fight, and that's going to be on Canelo's side. Now, um, are you basing any of your prediction on Charlo's last performance with uh, the nephew of Fernando Montiel? Uh, his name is Juan Montiel Macis. Yes, I saw that fight. Went the you know what? No, one cannot just base uh, somebody's probabilities. And and let me let me. I'm gonna go back. Everybody has possibilities in the ring. Anybody can be. Uh, you know. Anybody can have a good day or a bad day at the office. Whoever expected Andy Ruiz to take a win against Anthony Joshua? No one. Nobody. So, and I'm going to go back. Uh, Brady Spreskor against Amir Khan, who had just come from an outstanding outing in the Olympics. Brady's was not, you know, like a, a, a great fighter. He was just somebody that was brought in to pad the record. Knocked him out in the first 45 seconds. Anything can happen in the ring. So possibilities, anybody can have them. Probabilities, that's a completely different animal. And we cannot, uh, you know, just base our probabilities on one fight. Mm -hmm. We got to look at the standing record, long record, because anybody can have a bad day at the office. We just gave two very clear examples. With that being said, who has been more consistent and who has actually honed their talent a little bit more? Who has been more active, regardless of the pandemic and the opportunities? Caliber of opponents. That is key. What kind of challenges? Not just because somebody has an unblemished record is going to be an outstanding fighter. No. Sometimes somebody that doesn't have a perfect record brings in a great fight just because of the style, power, stance. That can always just bring a new challenge to the opponent. And Canelo has brought that consistently. And I'm going to, you know, call on Eddie Reynoso. I'm going to call on Roberto Diaz. They've done a great job at 
bringing different opponents to Canelo that has actually brought him to be fight after fight, a better fighter. We have seen very slight changes, either on their movement, on their stance. Conditioning has been a major, major performance in the last five years. His stamina is up to par. So again, that's what I base my my conclusion. And it's just a very loose prediction because, like I said, anything can happen in the ring. Are you disappointed that he's not moving up to Cruiserweight for the new challenge of facing Macabu? Or do you prefer the Charlo fight because it's something that some fight fans have been asking for for, for, for some years now? I'm not uh, disappointed at all uh, because of Macabu. Let's be clear. Macabu was, and we can, we're going to call Spade a Spade. Vamos a llamar al gallo aquí. Low hanging fruit. It's somebody that was not going to bring. And now I'm going to talk about the business end. How many people were really looking forward to that fight? Who really knows Macabu? Nobody. Exactly. And this is a business. Let's be honest. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to walk in the ring just because they like getting beaten up. No. There's an end result to this, and that means money. And if I can bring more money with somebody that I know I can have a great fight with, why am I going to put that aside? When I know there's two things. You're only as good as your last show. Remember what you just asked me about Jermel? Mm-hmm. So, capish? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, for for Macabu, I, I think it's pronounced instead of Macabu. I think it's Macabu. But for him, Macabu, do okay. you feel bad for him that he didn't know Eddie Reynoso is the one that goes to the WBC conventions and announced that Canelo wants to challenge him, and now he has this thorn in his side with the mandatory who doesn't want to step aside, so he's forced to fight the mandatory, not being free for Canelo. He can sit there and wait. Mm. You know the money's waiting. It's sitting right there. Why? Just just hang tight. Canelo's got to do what Canelo's got to do. It's like when you're dating a married woman. You're going to have to wait. <laughs> hot, you're going to have to wait. And if you really like that girl, guess what? You're going to sit, sit and wait and look pretty while you're doing that. <laughs> well, that's a perfect analogy right there. Well, Claudia, let everybody know where they can find you. Do you have anything going on that you want to announce? I know Paulie has a bunch, and he gave us, uh, you know, his his new schedule. He's even le- releasing Paulie.tv as well. What does Claudia have on the books? On the books, I have, well, I'm going to be inducted in the Florida Hall of Fame. Oh, my so God. Congratulations. Thank you. So that, that's like a big chapter after almost 30 years in boxing, it's definitely wow. And I still can't believe it myself. I'm sitting here, my daughter's That's sitting, amazing. My sitting, yes. So we're all just like, hmm. you know, like 30 years ago, I got invited to play at the sandbox with the big boys, but well, not really with the big boys at the time. But you know, now I get to play with big boys at the sandbox, and now I actually got recognized for playing at the sandbox. So it's like nice. Um, obviously we're waiting for the, um, Jesse Vargas fight coming up and that's a great card. I'm looking forward to seeing Estrada back in the ring. So, I I mean, the first uh, quarter of 2022 is shining bright. And of course I get to hopefully hang out with you guys soon. 
So uh, it cannot get any better than this. So you're you're going to be calling the calling the uh, Spanish telecast for Jesse Vargas versus Liam Smith. Yes. Okay. And that's going to be the zone Latino, or is it for ESPN Deportes? No, for the zone. For okay. The zone. Okay. Yeah, and it's the zone. As a matter of fact, the zone. There's no the zone Latino. There's just the Spanish broadcast, and it just goes across the world. You you know the zone is now serving about two hundred different countries. So who is going to be your, I guess, commentator? Oh, my pareja yes. forever, Okay. Okay. Yes. And nice. if it wasn't, let me, let me tell you something. You know that this is not the type of thing that you do single-handedly. So mm -hmm. I remember about 30 years ago when Ricardo looked at me and said, Ay, pobrecita, it's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> and it never got tough, huh? Oh, it was always tough. But what's life without a challenge? Exactly. Uh, you know, I'm actually picking Liam Smith in that fight. I don't think you can give an official prediction because you're going to be doing the telecast, right? Let me just say that, you know that saying in Spanish, desde que el río suena es porque piedras lleva? Uh-huh. Okay, so in English it would be, if the river is making noises because it's got rocks underneath. Is yep. that how we would yep. say that? That's okay. the literal translation. <laughs> it, it, what you just said, there's a lot of rocks, and I'm just going to let it be like that. All right, but all I right. Agree. And I got just, just so we can put my answer in perspective, Jesse Vargas, Mikey Garcia. Mm -hmm. But you just said the last performance, you can't, you know, that only uh, increases probabilities, not possibilities. I agree. And unfortunately, in this case, it's just more of the same because once you have a mover, okay, Manny Pacquiao, you have a mover, it becomes a bit complicated. How do you hit a moving target? Mm. Yeah. So I'm saying, but yeah. there's always a Brady's press cut for an Amir Khan. That is true. I, yeah. I just want to see how Jesse's going to deal with the size of Liam. Liam has always been a natural 54-pounder. You know, he, he, he was in there with Canelo. He moved up to 60. He has two good wins over Liam Williams, who's, who's a very rugged fighter. Um, so it's it's an interesting fight. I'm happy for you. You get to call that one. Or do you do all of the the zone uh, Spanish broadcasts no. now? Oh, just certain I fights. Wish. Oh, certain so fights, the big big. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, we're gonna keep putting that in the air, man. From our lips to God's ears, to get you doing every single yes. uh, the zone in Spanish. Uh, Claudia, let them I know where they so. can find you. They can find me all over social media, and it's very simple. Very simple. It's Claudia Trejos. It's T as in Tom, R-E-J-O-S. All right. Well, I want to thank you, obviously, for coming on and look forward to uh, working with you in the future and wish you the best. Congratulations again on being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Now we got to get you in Las Vegas and Canastota. <gasps> got to. From your lips to God's ears. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Trav. Thank, thank you for you. that. Uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Claudia Trejos. That was a wow. She really knows her boxing. She's not playing this. She knows what she's talking about. Um, I really enjoyed that. It was refreshing. Now, now I want to see how it sounds in Spanish to hear her call that Jesse Vargas Liam Smith fight. Um, I've always watched her interviews, but I don't think I've ever seen her call a fight because when I watch fights I don't even use audio as you guys know I don't we we watch the fight and talk over it ourselves so 
I rarely get to hear people. The last commentators I remember, you know, loving was Antonio Tarver and Pauli Malinaji, which is surreal for me because now in one way or another, I'm attached to Pauli, which is crazy because he was one of my favorite boxing commentators. Once they started doing that, I know everybody fell in love with Roy. I never fell in love with Roy. He was uh, very rough around the edges in my opinion. But Paulie, he, he he said it in a way to make you understand. Tarver was the best, but he tested positive after that Latif Coyote fight and Showtime decided. Showtime takes some weird stances. They got rid of him after he tested positive. Like, what does one thing have to do with the other? You know what I mean? Like, he was cheating for boxing. Don't mean he's going to cheat commentating. So I didn't get it. Um, and then they got rid of Paulie as well. It's just very sensitive over there sometimes. And then they turn around and, I don't know, whatever. Whatever. They got rid of, uh, what's this guy? I, I don't do MMA, but he's like the kid in the fighter, I think it was called. Uh, the Joe Rogan friend. He was like a, he just was always there, always there. And then he eventually got his own show on Showtime, but that shit didn't last. I'm pretty sure he didn't get a full year. Inglés, por favor. Never, champ. This is a bilingual channel. Get your shit together. You better get some uh, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I wonder if that really works for people. Everybody says it, right? Claudia is good. I've heard her call a couple of fights. There you go, Matt. Machine Gun, what's going on? Let me make sure we got no super chats. I'm going to get up out of here. That is our second and last guest of the day. We were talking Canelo versus Charlo. And got some really good conversation, let me tell you. I knew that the public would embrace this fight. Let's just hope everything works out. I think that, I mean, if I'm going to make it a move to Vegas, I, I prefer it to be here so I don't got to fly because I freaking hate flying. But Texas is the spot if you want to do um, more fight fans and make it more affordable. We got Jesse Casada that says Ness. We need Jose Sr. and Ronnie follow-up show on Benavidez versus Charlo fight. Also, did you see Charlo IG when he posted a poster of Charlo versus Plant? Seen all of that, and I haven't done a follow-up with Benavidez, but truth be told, I'm linked up with the right people, man. Benavidez is going to be in, uh, I guess, my boss's house. He's got this fight house you guys got to see, and you will see. Eventually, we're going to be getting some exclusive Benavidez content and uh, I don't know. I guess I can announce it. This is the place to announce. So they're going to use the fight house that we have and we get to record everything. Like everything is open. They even said yes to sparring. So it's going to be amazing. And I've never been to San Diego. So uh, we'll get to do that. We'll get to build those relationships. I know Jose, the father, loves me. Uh, especially since I'm the one that started that Charlo beef with for him in, in Mexico. But, you know, I'll get closer to David. And uh, I'm sure we'll get some exclusive content like only we can. And you guys will love it. You guys will love it. They're saying Brandon. Oh, yeah, Brandon Swabs. That was his name. That's the guy from The Kid and the Fighter. Shout out to Super Max. Always on call. Um... Ah, they look, they said, my boss, question mark. Yeah, bro, I mean, you know, somebody somebody got to pay the big bucks to get me in studio. They, they don't just give you a studio for free, my friend. Someone is paying. Someone is doing, uh, pulling the strings behind the scenes, you know. This is what we prayed for, for someone to see the vision and 
see the hustle and and match us financially to get us to the next level. Uh <laughs> Nessan MTK. Nah, not MTK. American bread, baby. American bread. Uh appreciation party. We do want to do those, man. We haven't done it since 2017. It's almost five years now. It's time. Uh it's just time is becoming less and less available to me you know with with work and traveling and flying and just so much so much but um we have to do one we have to do one definitely we got to give some awards to some of these uh, amazing callers it's time yeah we got to get my bookie to do a super boost no we need a new my bookie i'm gonna just be real there as a better they don't have enough fights. I need, I think, it's Bavada. Honestly, I just need the contact for Bavada, especially being in Vegas now. They have more lines, man. They stay on top of it. Like, they want you to gamble. My bookie's on some bullshit sometimes. It's like, here, bet on what we got or don't bet at all. I don't like that. But I think that's everybody. I'm reading all these comments in the chat. No more super chats from what I see. Time to go. That's GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to catch me on the next one. Unfortunately, from Florida. Sucks. Peace.